So you qualify. You know, I was, I was wondering, you know. It makes me feel like it. It makes me feel like it. You playing this bum again? This bum who's nice good as Chris Brown or Beyonce? <laughs> the, the, the greatest of all time, man. The greatest of all time, man. Let's go! Let's go! It's 4th of July weekend! We celebrate this in June, team. Rest in peace, peace, Michael Michael Jackson. Jackson. We got to start start off with a good vibe. vibe. You feeling feeling the echoes? Let's go. Where the bitches at? Let's go! It's 4th of July weekend! Jim's and Juice is back in the building! She's a very kinky girl! Let's go! We got, we got a pack, pack episode, episode today. Let's go. I'm trying to set the vibes right now. Let's go. I'm in my old school bag right now. Tip the bartenders. We got we the three hundred dollar section. Let's go. Let's go. Talking about hip hop was dead. dead. This the real real dance dance music, music, man. man. Shout out to everybody everybody going to the cookout. cookout. It's Bruce Bruce and B. Money making mix. I see you. Get money money uptown style. We gonna get started in a minute. Fuck it, let's get started now. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Yeah, air horn, air horn, air horn, air horn. 
Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, everybody, streaming. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're listening and watching on Twitch or YouTube, welcome into another jam-packed episode of J. Prince. Let them know what they're listening to. The gems and juice. We are back at it. Another jam-packed episode. A lot to talk about. New music to break down, including one by uh, or a freestyle by a uh, friend of the show that we're going to react to. And a lot going on, man, in the sports world um, and everything in between. But first off, let, let's kick out the show on a little more serious note, man. Because uh, uh, if y'all been following ESG, you know, of course, we're all good friends with ESG. Been friends of the show since we've pretty much been doing this damn show, man. Yeah. Um, one of the coolest guys, one of the coolest people we've met. And, uh, you know, just can't say enough good things about him in general. Plus, he ace town legend, a rap legend. Um, he had recently been diagnosed with cancer and he had emergency surgery this past week. So um, if you're religious at all, whatever you, you believe in, just say a prayer for the man. Um, ho- hopefully everything is OK and everything he pulls through. But, um, yeah, it's it's real, real sad, man. That's all, all I can really say is it was some sad news to get this week. Um, but I know ESG, I know he's a fighter. I know he probably up in the bed cracking jokes if he awake. So like, you know, he's always a guy who's always going to be in good spirits. Yeah. So sad news, but yeah, I, I know, I know he's going to be strong and I know, uh, his family going to be there for him. So yeah. Yeah. Prayers to, um, ESG prayers to his family. I know he's going to pull it through, man. He's a strong dude. Like you said, funny dude. And, um, it it, it kind of hit me a little bit when I got the news, but um, I know my man is strong. I, we, we see we got the uh, background dedicated to the, our brother ESG. Supposed to have mm-hmm. him on the podcast sometime soon, but whenever he get better, man, we're going to have him back on and we're going to kick it like we used to do on you know the ESG and Rocket Show or yep. the, or, <laughs> swang, uh, or the Swanging and Banging podcast and all that yep. good stuff, so... Yeah, uh, when I first met ESG, man, he was super cool, man. And he kind of, I want to say he took me under his wing, but he treated me like he knew me forever, man. And a lot of people don't do that. <laughs> it, it usually takes years for people to kind of warm up to you a little bit, and which I, I totally understand because a lot of people, you know, you can't really trust everybody like that. But this dude, he he, he pretty much brought me on, on the podcast like I'm <laughs> one of the bros, man. So, um, yeah, prayers to ESG, prayers to his family. He going to make it out of this. And once he do, man, we're going to bring him back on the podcast, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I remember the first time I met ESG, me and my sister were actually doing the podcast together. <laughs> I, I think we called it Team Rocket or something. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so uh, me and my sister did a podcast before, like, Jim and Juice and all that. Me and my sister just having fun with it. And um, like she hit up ESG because we we're trying to get some guests in and we were kind of shocked that he even answered. Yeah. You know, he answered. He came to the studio. We did it at the uh, the station and he was just so like it was one of the best interviews, man. He was just so funny, so open. And we were like, look, we, we were I was a producer at 610, but we were this is like our what fifth podcast maybe we were new to the whole game so yeah. we weren't anybody y'all got like fancy important. man well how long yeah. did it take for us to get a guest i think our, That's our first guest was jack freeman <laughs> yes 
Yes, another super cool dude who didn't care about where we were out clout were at clout wise. Yeah. But uh yeah, yeah, we we're just shocked that he actually came in, showed love, talked about everything, and was super entertaining. And like, look, like like I said, we were nobody in the game, man. So yeah, he came through and showed love and was just so cool about it. Same thing with the the Gems and Juice podcast with the podcast me and him did and Figgy producing for a while. Like he no no matter who you were, uh he he's always a dude who's gonna treat you with respect and treat you like he treats anybody else, man. And that's fucking rare, yeah. especially in the entertainment industry. Yeah, that's fucking rare. So yeah, and uh, I, I, he is he's a super cool dude, and yeah, definitely prayers up and and hoping he pulls through and everything is fine. But yeah, no, nah, he's, he's one of one of the best yeah. I, I've ever met in this game, man. Honestly, yeah. And the one thing you know, we man, me and you know this because we were working with him. The one thing he, you know, it, it, it a lot of people go through this too, but being too cool. That that was kind of that uh, that kind of gave us a little bit of a problem because he wouldn't say no. He, he not yeah. he a person that don't want to say no and don't want to disappoint. So we used to always tell him like, man, if you busy, we can reschedule the podcast. Mm-hmm. But he like, no, I'm good, I'm good. And he'd come to do the podcast for about twenty minutes, and then he like, man, I gotta yep. go to this. <laughs> it's just like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah. And you used to be driving all the way from damn near mm-hmm. <laughs> League City or some shit. So it's like, damn, like we were fine with not doing the podcast, but he didn't want to disappoint us. So that made all the sense in the world. That I mean, that to me, that's that's a sign of a good person who don't want to say no. Yeah, and, and he, you would, know, for, he would always do his best to keep all his commitments, man. Yeah, and like, then he for would the definitely sim- overbook himself sometimes. That's why my sister had to help managing him a little bit. Yeah, because somebody had to say no to something. Yeah, and for the leave it to him, he'll just book himself until where he can't even make everything. Yeah, and for the simple fact, it's just us. It's like, oh, we can we can do this another time. Like this ain't yeah. a big obligation. <laughs> so, you know, shout out to ESG, man. Prayers up, man. He gonna he gonna be good, man. He gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're pulling for him, and definitely like 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 look. Um, sh- shout him out on social media, and and yeah, so, and and just do do whatever you can, cause yeah, tough time for him and his family, of course. So yeah, hoping everything is gonna end up okay. Yeah. So yeah, just had, just had to take it to uh, take a little aside and talk about that, just cause he's our podcast brother. Yeah. And yeah, we're pulling for him, man. So yeah. Uh, with that said, um, let, 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 let's let's boost each other up. Let's man, play yeah, some fucking. I, I, I need some happy music, man. Play something. I, I need some happy music, y'all. I need some. Uh, here we go. You lie for the weekend. I got to bring the echoes back. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, DJ Clue. <laughs> yeah, new Cardi B. New Cardi B. Spirits up, people. Spirits up. Spirits up. All right. All right. All right. All right. I needed to pick me up, man, because I got sad thinking about that. So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah, she wouldn't want a sad man. He would want us partying, doing our damn thing. I know that much. So, yeah, without further ado, man, let's fucking uh, talk about some new releases and shit. First off, Figgy, how you been, dog? Man. I know it's been a, a busy, I, I, I say every week's a busy week. But <laughs> the funniest thing to me is like every time we think this Deshaun Watson shit is finally <laughs> over, at least that it left Houston. Yes. They, Houston gets roped into it again. It seemed like it's all it, like when he got traded. I'm thinking, all right, that's it. <laughs> like no more news. But we still covering it like he's still here, which is you know is is fair because it's all connected. But man, it, it, it seemed like every time something else happened, it's like Houston is roped into it. <laughs> so yeah, it never I mean, died down. It really didn't. Once it finally, you finally think it was starting to, because, you know, probably sometime early next week, I thought it was going to happen today. Apparently, they already had a hearing for his punishment, and I'm sure that'll be announced either over the weekend or sometime next week. Yeah. But it's coming down pretty soon, and we thought that was going to be the end of it. But now this past week, Tony Busby officially sued the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> so now y'all had like a whole week of lawyers again on the show. Yeah. On, that's not y'all show either. Just y'all show. It's every show. Yeah. You know, like it's a big, it's a Houston Texans, man. Y'all the Texans affiliate. Of yeah. course, you got to talk about it. But it's mm-hmm. like now you got a endless list of lawyers on talking yeah. about the legalese and what this lawsuit means and got to translate it for us laymen who don't understand the legal language so yeah. it just that, never stops that, man that, that's the worst part about it the only thing that we kind of stared away from is the uh, is he guilty is he not guilty that type of talk from listeners and all that stuff now they're getting that type of talk on the radio stations in cleveland oh i think mm-hmm. i don't th- i think he's guilty or i think he should be the all of that stuff is kind of over with now. Is I think people kind of tired of it and moved on from that. But the news is still going on, and it's is we talked about this last week, but it's it's seen kind of fishy, man. Like I never seen a hearing like that. I don't know if this is uh, this the new way the NFL going to start doing these cases like this, but I just never seen anything like this where you know it's a three-day hearing because i i don't think i seen nothing to say it's gonna take three days and after each day they say they're gonna meet again tomorrow and then after the after the next day we're gonna meet again tomorrow and it's just like man i feel like <laughs> i feel like they might be preparing for the worst possible thing which is maybe you know four games or six games or even none so it, this whole situation is kind of weird now if you get a whole season they are really gonna think it's weird because why did it take this long for, <laughs> for you to suspend him for a whole season? But it's it's looking like he might not get a whole season. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, it's already been leaked that apparently the NFL wants an indefinite suspension of at least a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and now his team and probably the players association are are gonna fight that. So that's where the debate has to be, I guess. But I mean, they should. I feel like they should just announce it. Of course, Watson gonna appeal it, yeah. and then if it gets appealed, it gets appealed. But just fucking get it out the way, man. Yeah, like there's this waiting and going back and forth, rumors and shit. Yeah, just say a whole season, have them appeal it, 
And then by then, people will be like, okay, you know, but they'll have moved on a little bit. Yeah. You but, know, you know what this reminds me of? It, it reminds me of whenever, you know, you know, in the past where an officer was, you know, going through trial from, you know, killing an unarmed black man. Mm-hmm. And they kind of try to sweep it under the rug a little bit. They kind of stay quiet on it. And then they, re- they wait for the right time to, to, you know, throw out the not guilty verdict. And they know what to expect. They know it's going to be chaos and all this other stuff. So they just like gearing up for it mm-hmm. because they know what the verdict <laughs> is or could be. It, it kind of got that feeling to it uh, for some reason. Yeah, kind of. Kind of like the OJ trial when they were preparing for riots and shit. Yeah. Because they were so certain he was going to be found <laughs> guilty. And then yeah. he wasn't. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, it's just that the anticipation is making it worse. They just need to get it out the way. Whatever they're going to decide, just go ahead and do it. Like like I said last podcast, there's going to be people who think it's too much no matter what it is. And there's going to be people who don't think it was nearly enough no matter what it is. Yeah. So no matter what, they're going to get pushed gonna, back. You ain't gonna, yeah, you ain't going to satisfy everybody. And some people feel like a year ain't enough. <laughs> some people feel like you need like two years some people think he should never play again exactly yeah and some people think he shouldn't be suspended at all yeah (laughs) so i mean there's gonna be some middle ground here but no matter what people gonna be upset about it so they just need to go ahead stop being pussy announce the suspension and and just move on man but i I think they're waiting for some other see they should have announced it fucking yesterday yeah because Kevin Durant requesting a trade from the Brooklyn Nets was clearly the biggest sports story. They yeah. should have split it right in there. They should have yeah. been like six games. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, man. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they waiting for the actual Kevin Durant trade or something. <laughs> I, I, maybe they're waiting for, they, like, <laughs> if they wanted to wait for a chance to slide under the rug, yesterday would have been the perfect opportunity. Yeah. Because number one, it's a weekend coming up. Yeah. Number two, nobody Holiday. would care since the biggest trade ever, maybe, yeah. is about to happen in the NBA. So, yeah. And it's a holiday. It's the 4th of July. People ain't going to be yeah. back to work till Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. they would have came back around to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It would have been the talk, but at that time, you know, the outrage on social media has probably died down. <laughs> so because you're gonna get that outrage on social media, but around Tuesday when ESPN and all that shit is kind of back to normal, back from vacay, then you know it won't. I guess the fire will be a little lighter. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, they missed their opportunity. That shoot, you got Stephen A on vacation. <laughs> he, he he joined the Sports Center with his fucking vacation clothes on. He do, I don't know, <laughs> man. Side note, he do that shit every single year, man. He take the he I take know. his vacation around this time every single year, which I don't blame. But then he end up coming back from vacation or yep. tuning in on the iPhone or some shit, having to weigh <laughs> in and put his two cents in. Like, dog, like, don't take your vacation during free agency. Like, just do it a couple days after or something. Yeah, I think back in the day, this used to be a perfect time to take your vacation. It is. But now with free agency being as crazy as it is, like, 
you, you got to pick a better time now, man. Don't pick the start of NBA free agency to take your vacation because yeah. Skip and Shannon did too. Like everybody, every big media personality took this week yeah. off. Yep. And it's like, what the fuck? Yep. And see, in football terms, it's the perfect time because it's yeah. really the dead season and people gearing up for training camp. So they're trying to get their vacation in already. But the NBA, man, it's a it's a entertaining show right now when it comes to free agency. So now you got people trying to call in and weigh in on what happened. They're like, no, take your vacation and come back. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't have took the vacation. Yep. <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith, like, I feel like he wears a suit everywhere. But mm-hmm. suddenly when he's on vacation, he got, like, fucking T-shirts and flannel shirts on <laughs> on TV. It's like he want to make sure everybody knows he he on vacation. Yeah. And he's just coming in to react to something. I but, know. Uh, I, I know you got a dress shirt at least or something, yeah. man. You got to be on TV in a fucking hoodie, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It, it is what it is. We're we gonna talk about all that sports shit later on, though, man. Uh, but yeah, this busy week, of course, it it just never stops in sports, man. It used to be like, you know, even a couple years ago when I was doing radio, man, like there was a plenty of dead spots where we just didn't have shit to talk about. Yeah, in sports. Yeah, and now it's like there's always something happening, man. <laughs> Either with the Deshaun Watson shit, some lawsuits going on, some somebody in the NBA ain't happy. Somebody yeah. says something on a podcast, and new media, new media, some shit. Yeah, and or or somebody requesting a trade. It's always some shit. It's twenty four seven, three sixty five sports news now, man. It's it's fucking insane, but. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know y'all busy up in there. Yeah, super busy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I see your wife in the comments too. What up, Christina? What's up, YouTube? sweetie? Yep, she checking in from the bedroom <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> 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 Shit. This the perks of working from home, man. Don't be surprised if you see her walk past in the back. <laughs> hey man, hey man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so fuck it. Let's get into music, man. Let's get into some, um, new releases that came out. Uh, not a whole lot that I heard, but there was a big new single from Cardi B, um, featuring Lil Durk and Ye. I guess he's not Kanye anymore. He's just Ye. Yeah. So, uh, I still call him Kanye West. I don't yeah. give a shit what he want to call himself. Yeah. It's Kanye but, uh, West on title. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and everywhere else it seemed like. Yeah. But um <laughs> is mama name yeah. Kanye West? I'm gonna call it Kanye West. Is, is mama name Kanye? I'm a name Con- I'm a name Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking you know, I don't fuck with that bullshit. But anyway, a new single is out from Cardi B. It's called Hot Shit. It is produced by Tay Keith. And that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> It is a song, um, <laughs> and it, it is basically exactly what you'd expect from these three and that producer. And so, yeah. it's, so I, per Ryan Rocket is qualified. No, but I want to get your reaction first because <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to shit on it. Man. But uh, I want to know what you thought first, man. What did you think about this song? Um, and does it get you hyped up for the? Cardi B album that might finally be coming. I mean, it's been like five years now. Yeah. Is she finally going to drop her sophomore album this year? 
maybe, hopefully, possibly. I don't know. But uh, how do you feel about this single? I thought the single was very meh. It didn't really catch me. Like I thought the beat was meh. I think I think the beat would have been fine if it was you know somebody else on it. But I feel like we put Cardi B up top, where you know these type of beats shouldn't even be a single to me. It should be something that's randomly on the album. But to come back with this single for the first time and what uh, uh, a minute since what WAP? I think WAP was the yeah, last twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. So. For for her to come back with this, you know, first single since um, you know since twenty twenty, I was kind of bored with it, man. It was it it was nothing special. It felt like a throwaway song, and um, I I thought it was okay, but not enough where I'm like, damn, I'm excited for this album. I don't think it was. I think to it was just the crazy part. I feel like Kanye kind of had the worst verse on this song. I was very disappointed in the Kanye in the Kanye verse, but to me, listening to this something when I first heard it, I'm like, okay, okay. But then I listened to it a second time, and I'm like, man, it it kind of made me miss Nicki Minaj because I feel like Nicki Minaj would not put something out like this. If I feel like it was very basic, I would I would have liked to hear Nicki Minaj featuring uh, Kanye. I felt like this would be a whole different vibe. And I'm not trying to pair these two together, but it kind of... Yeah, you are. Why, 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 why are you trying to pit <laughs> trying black to put... women against each other, Figgy? Mm-hmm. Man, to me, it just... Yeah, it just... To me, this more of a uh, reality check for me how I didn't really appreciate what Nicki Minaj was doing before. Because I think Nicki Minaj was so dominant all of these years... And I didn't really appreciate that. So now it's like she haven't been around in a minute. And I could kind of see, you know, I could kind of miss Nicki Minaj now. <laughs> because to me, this was this was just meh. Like I could have did without this. Maybe it would have been cool if she dropped the album and this song was on there. I'm like, okay, this cool little song featuring Ye and Lil Dirk. I'm not I'm not the biggest Lil Dirk fan, but I would have thought it was cool, but to lead off with this single, the hype behind this single, I was just like, nah, man. So I don't know if she gonna I don't know if she gonna come out with something else after this, like soon after this, maybe a more of a pop song. But I'm guessing this was a song for the streets, the song for us. But it it wasn't all that to me. I, I don't think it was better than the money song she put out. Um, I don't think it's better than WAP. So um yeah, I, I I didn't really care for this song. I don't I don't think it was awful, but it's not enough for me to give it a qualifier. So I gotta I gotta give it pig pen, man. Pig pen mentality. <laughs> yeah, man, I gotta agree. I didn't really like this song at all. Um, it feels like a song that's like four or five years old, man. Like it just sounds old. And I'm not saying that because niggas is dancing and playing dance music now. Like, it just sounds like something I could have put been put out in, like, 2018. And it would have been fine there. But, like, now it has a very basic Tay Keith beat. Tay Keith, who hasn't really impressed me beat-wise in a while, honestly. Um, a lot of his beats just sound the same at this point. And... 
um, a very basic verse from Cardi B. I don't know who wrote her verse, but I don't know why she rapping about Jimmy Snuka. Like, are you supposed to believe that Cardi B knows who Jimmy Snuka is? <laughs> Jimmy Snuka, for people who don't know, Jimmy Superfly Snuka was a WWF wrestler from like the <laughs> 70s, dog. Like, I had no idea who that was. You br- the only the only re- the only reason I know who he was is because my mother used to be a fan of his, mm. and she used to bring him up because I used to watch wrestling, and she like you know I used to love Jimmy Superfly Snooker, and I'm like <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is, but she was like he used to jump off the top rope and everything. Yeah. It's like my mother, who's 60 years old, was a fan of him. He's before <laughs> my time, and I'm 35, so I know. Cardi B don't know who no fucking Jimmy Snooker is, dog. <laughs> so for her to open the verse with that, yeah, come on, man. I don't know who wrote that verse. It had to be an old somebody. Head. Yeah, somebody sixty years old wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> might have been Ron Fest. Might have been some one of Kanye's old head friends. I don't know, man. Damn. But uh, yeah, no, but that that was just a, a strange thing to say. And, and it kind of took me out the song, but the song itself is just not impressive. Um, doesn't is one of the mediocre Cardi B and Cardi B's had a few flops. I, I'll be real like single wise since her album came out. Like she had a, a bunch of songs that just came out and did nothing, yeah. you know, but then she had WAP, which was huge. Yeah. And I really thought she was going to drop her album then. But I'm sure it got pushed back because of COVID and all that stuff. So I don't know. But yeah, this this would have been fine as an album cut, but it didn't sound good as a Cardi B is back type single. Yeah. So I gotta say it's pig pen, man. I wasn't a fan of it. Pig pen mentality. The hogs, yep. the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotta say it was pig pen, man. Yeah. It it's tough. I'm kinda I'm a, we had this conversation about Rihanna, how, you know, how she going to top her last album. And, you know, is it even worth putting out another album? Uh, Cardi B, she a little younger in the game. So I don't, I don't, I guess technically she could pull a Rihanna and not do anything again, but I don't think that's going to happen. But, her, you know, I don't, I can't remember how much credit we gave her last album, but her last album had a lot of, it did pretty good numbers wise. It is it is the sixteenth greatest hip hop album of all time according to Rolling Stone. It Remember, is. it's better than so Illmatic. It is best album. Better than any Tupac album. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, sixteenth greatest hip hop album of all time. So yeah, yeah, you got so, a lot to live up to. Yeah, so I'm. I, I'm I'm curious what direction she going in because it seemed like the her writers and it's funny you brought up um, the whole Jimmy whoever the the old wrestler mm-hmm. when you said she you know you don't know who her writer is ghost writer is I was about to say how oh, you know she wrote this but clearly she didn't r- write this because she like I I'd be surprised if she knew any wrestlers from the 90s <laughs> outside of the obvious. I'm sure she knew Stone, Stone Cold, Stone the Rock. Cold, the Rock, yeah, Undertaker. Yeah, I just don't believe she Undertaker. Yeah, maybe yeah. she was on SmackDown once, so I'm sure she met some people. Yeah. But Jimmy Snooker wasn't there. Yeah, so I don't know where that came from. I man. never heard of him until you until you just brung it. I didn't know who he was. 
<laughs> but um yeah man i'm i'm kind of curious man if she the the writers around her she, she got to she got to do something else, man, because when did her album come out? It was 20... 2018. It's, the music is totally different now, man. So I want, like, I wonder if they're going to use that same formula or they're going to have to do something else because the music back in 2018 ain't really the same. And somebody like her have to be up on the times. She can't be doing stuff for 2018. So um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where this single going. I don't know if the, because shit, she released like two or three singles after her um, album, after her debut album. So I don't know if this is just a little throwaway, just to give somebody a little something, or if if this is album old Cardi, and uh, and the Kanye verse sound kind of new. <laughs> so yeah. so it had to be this year or at least last year. So. I don't know, man. I I don't know where she going direction wise with this album, or if an album even coming out. But I really wasn't feeling this, man. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, I, I don't know. Like, look, she don't she don't have to record. I know she got like a new show. I think it's on Netflix or something where she just like does a bunch of different shit. And like Cardi B tries. I know there was an episode where she was like an NFL player. Oh with yeah, fucking Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, like she's a personality outside, so she really don't have to rap anymore. She didn't want to. Yeah, but she is signed to a label. I'm sure she signed a contract for so many it's, albums, so it's, she got to eventually yeah. drop something. It's, it's a little too early, man. Like if if yeah. this we talking about if we talking about Rihanna, that kind of makes sense because Rihanna been going at it for a minute, and yeah. now she's doing a lot of different stuff where music is clearly on the back burner. But I would be shocked if Cardi B just stopped music totally to focus on you know the other the other shit. Like this is a little too early. If she if she got two or three albums under her belt where they just you know they doing good or better than the first one, then I understand that one. But she she dropped one album, man. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, one. but but also she she didn't really start off as a rapper to begin with, so. Yeah. It's like she got her fame outside of rap, really. Like that rap blew her up, but yeah. she got her fame outside of rap. She l- learned how to rap later on, but she yeah. didn't come out rapping. So that's why I say like she don't have to rap anymore because it's not like she was really seen as a rapper in the first place. Yeah. That was just something she did and it just took off. So she just went with it. Yeah. But I mean, if she was just a personality who did social media, Instagram lives and fucking sat with the president and did all that horse shit. Like yeah. that'll be a fine career. She don't have to rap like that. But of course yeah. her fans want to hear her rap and we want to hear another album from her again. So yeah, yeah see, she I, is going to drop something eventually. Yeah. See, I kind of look at her as somewhat like a Doja Cat because Doja yeah. Cat, even though she's super talented and I'm sure she write all her shit, but she, to me, I kind of looked at her as like a little goofy personality type of person. And she kind of blew up, um, just you know, being what what's that cow song or whatever? Yeah, the move song. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of blew up, and she even teased talking about giving up music. Yeah. I don't think she in a place where she could do that right now. I know she's not mm-hmm. Cardi B, but she. Ain't, I don't think she in a place where she could do that. Yeah, I think Cardi B not there yet. 
I think she get another, at least another album under her belt and do good where, you know, she start getting more into the Rihanna shit, the, the lingerie and all that, the Fenty or whatever. I think she could stick her middle finger up in music. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's going to be hard for her to top that last album or even meet it. It was so yeah. highly anticipated. People were just looking forward to it so much. And now it's like, I, like I said, Watt was huge. But it's been like two years since WAP. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if she can have another hot single to top that or even match it. But we'll see. Who knows? I'm sure yeah. they've been cooking shit in the studio for a while. So maybe they just said we'll put out this little teaser <laughs> and then they'll put out the real single or the real hit in a few weeks. I don't know. Everybody yeah. got to clear the way for Beyonce, though. So they got to either drop now or wait. Yeah. So... Yeah, we'll do you do you goes. think she dropped this because of the um like trying to rap? I don't want to say ride the Beyonce wave, but I felt like the Drake album, the surprise Drake album, the dance album, and then the Beyonce dance song, it it kind of sparked a little you know I guess rejuvenation in music, where where I wonder if that has some motivation to just dropping something, even though it's not a dance song, but. It kind of like, damn, like everybody, you know, these all these big dogs releasing something. Let me jump in here real quick. So I wonder if that has something to do with it, too. It could be. It could be people don't want to get lost in the sauce with all these artists dropping. They said, hey, let me drop something. Don't don't forget Cardi B still out here. Right. Don't mm-hmm. forget Drake still out. Like, look, may, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, I mean, it's summertime. You know, people going to be outside in festivals and whatnot i'm sure this is the time people want their music to be circulating right now so yeah yeah we'll, we'll see um i don't know uh who else is dropping my by surprise but like i said beyonce dropping later this month so everybody either gotta drop their shit now or wait yeah speaking of beyonce though uh we had to react to the album art <laughs> it was released um if y'all haven't seen it, I'm sure everybody pretty much has, but it is a picture of Beyonce basically naked. Um, she has some weird, um, I don't know, some weird, not, it's not even a dress. It's like just some things covering up her titties in her privates. <laughs> but she is basically naked and she is on like some kind of stylized glass horse or something. I don't even know what it is. Um, I'm sure it has some kind of bougie ass art meaning to it. Um, but I just saw ass and titties. And I'm like, okay. Um, but Figgy, what what do you think about this album art? Did it get you excited for the album? And what does it tell you that the album might be? To be honest, man, I'm trying to pull this up now, but to be honest, this gave me no direction on on what the album is going to be about. <laughs> like, I have no clue. Like, this is low-key completely random, and I have no clue what this album is going to be about. But, uh, sh- shoot, I mean, this ain't breaking news, but she looked good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? I, it's been a minute since I've seen a bad Beyonce picture. So, um, yeah, she don't look bad at all. But um, I still feel the same way I felt before. And I heard rumors that I guess her album is going to be a um, a lot of dance. So um, Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, so um, 
I don't know how that's going to go. I know we're going to get a lot of irritated people say, oh, y'all, y'all don't listen to nothing else. And why y'all saying this music trash? And we're going to get all of that. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I think I think this this kind of put me to rest a little bit because, remember, I had no idea what direction Beyonce is going to go. Because, you know, since Lemonade... And the the Carter's to the Carter's album and all that shit, it been kind of trap rappy for Beyonce. So it seemed like she going a totally different direction. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe she just you know trying this new thing called dance music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know. Um, this this album art to me tells me that this is just going to be the pop bullshit that everybody wants. Okay. <laughs> was people, this, to me, this people is Beyonce. Want, did people want pop Beyonce? I mean... Like, to be honest, I, I don't even know what people wanted from Beyonce. Because it's, it's not... People, like, I mean, Beyonce fans will take any Beyonce. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No matter what she put out. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, man, what do people even want? Like, I feel like she could put out a song farting and people going to glorify it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering, like, what actually do people want from that? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people want, like, music they can play at cookouts and dance to and shit. So I'm sure they want that Beyonce. Um, but yeah, to me, that's what this album art says. Like, this is that ignorant shit y'all like. A, a <laughs> naked, thick lady on the album art. Mm-hmm. It, it don't matter. She's 40 years old. Look, titties and ass. <laughs> and think of it. Because look, that like the, the, the Cardi B single art that came out is basically the same thing. Cardi B like naked with something covering her titties. Yeah. So like this to me is just her saying, here you go. Because look, I, I'm not a Beyonce album fan necessarily, but I think her latest albums had good art. I like the cover of Lemonade. I actually really like the cover of Lemonade. Mm. And I like the cover of the Carters too. Like they weren't even on it. Yeah. It was like some random black man there and black lady doing each other's hair or some shit. Yeah. And I, I like that art, man. But this is like, it reminds me of that Jay-Z ignorant shit song. It's that ignorant shit y'all like. <laughs> so this is basically her saying, look, I'm back doing the pop shit. It's going to be ass-shaking music. And I got to keep up with these young hoes in the game. Because, like, I'll be honest, I don't really like this art. I like Beyonce. Don't get me confused. I like seeing Beyonce naked. <laughs> but as far as album art, for a 40-year-old woman who was one of our most celebrated artists of all time, it seems kind of desperate to me, man. Mm. It seems kind of like, it reminds me of that Chris Rock joke where Chris Rock is talking about how uh, he was making fun of Janet Jackson for popping her titty out at the Super Bowl. And he was like, that's a 40-year-old titty. That's your husband's titty. You know, 20-year-old titties are community titties. (laughs) <laughs> but 40 year old titties are your husband's titties <laughs> and yeah man she basically naked on a horse yeah it's, yeah yeah so it don't really do much for me as far as album art yeah how did you feel about what she said on here i'm looking at it now she said creating this album 
allowed me a place to dream and to find escape during a scary time for the world. It allowed me to feel free and adventurous in a time when little else was moving. My, it sounded like a coat, like she was locked up for so long during COVID, and now I want to yeah. be free and be outside. So, <laughs> my intention was to create a safe space, a place without judgment, a place to be free of perfectionism and overthinking. Then, why did you Photoshop your face in this fucking album art? Like, look at Beyonce's face in this art. If you see a zoomed up picture, like it's clearly been altered to the point where it looks like a Pixar film, dog. <laughs> it don't even look like a real person. So, like this, this would make sense if she like showed her body scars and all with an unedited picture. But this is her all touched up digitally, looking perfect on a horse, saying this album is about being expressing yourself for who you are without overthinking and free of perfectionism. Like, okay, I don't really mix, but okay. <laughs> a place to scream, release, feel freedom. It was a beautiful journey of exploration. I hope you find joy in this music. I hope it inspires you to release, your, release the wiggle. Ha! That, that sounds like how Jay-Z that, Yeah, I am about to say, Jay-Z might have wrote this, man. <laughs> Jay-Z ghostwriting Jay-Z, Instagram yeah, captions, too? Yes. I think he wrote this. <laughs> that 100% yes. sounds like Jay. Yes. Only, because, only Jay yeah, laughs. Yes, because he did that during the um when 21 Savage kind of you know showed that text message from Jay-Z. I think he might have had a high in there like that. Yes. Yeah, so no, he, yeah. he yeah, he writes high in front of it. Yeah, I think Jay wrote this for her. <laughs> Damn, Jay. Damn, man. Or maybe, maybe that's just you know how couples start to talk the same after a while. Start to sound maybe the that's same. just like their yeah. thing now. Yeah. And they both talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. That because that kind of rub off. Because like my wife, I think she say dope a lot, and that came from me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's probably yeah. just them talking alike now. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, it that caption basically says like this is gonna be pop music. Yeah, this is gonna be dance music. This is not gonna be a personal album about me. This is gonna be a music for music for the people. Yeah, you know, and I I think that's I mean, look, it, it, it's probably what she needed. Yeah, it sound to me uh, looking at the caption, it sound like it's a um, album for like. That's super LGBTQ friendly. Yeah, because yeah, the, the safe place, no judgment. You know, free and all. It, it sound it sounds just like that, man. <laughs> do you, Do you think she's trying to add a uh, anti uh, abortion law song in there real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Is she, gonna, she, no, she might add you know a lyric. Beyonce in there. has to make some kind of statement. About she that she gonna make a lyric in there. My body, my choice, yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be something like that. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so cringy, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I have a feeling she's gonna put some slide something Indep- in there. Independent real quick. Woman I mean, Part probably Two probably still got time. Yeah, Independent Woman Part Two featuring Kelly Rowland and Michelle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ain't even gonna be Destiny Child. It's gonna be featuring Fucking Kelly Rowland and Michelle. Clarence Thomas diss song. <laughs> Yeah, I could see it, man. I could yeah. see it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll see. Um. It's coming out at the end of July. I want to say like what the 29th or something. Yeah, the 29th. I think it's dropping. Yep. So, 
Yeah, I mean, we'll listen to it, give our honest reaction to it. But yeah, I think this is going to be a a pop Beyonce album, and I think people are going to like it. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, in rounding out our all-women edition of new releases yeah. talk, <laughs> uh, we got to play the freestyle. Um, XXL is releasing the uh, class of 2022 freestyles. And of course, Ken the Man was part of that class. So congratulations to her again. And she just they just released her freestyle um for that. Um I like I like the solo ones better. I like this honestly a lot better than them jamming everybody together in a room and on making the them rap off on like a roof. DJ Premier beat or some shit. Yeah, on a roof in New York or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> or in a fucking warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Rapping the mob um, deep or some shit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then you got random people like Little B right next to Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> I like this better. I like the solo ones because it really lets you put the spotlight on the individual artist. Yeah, rather than saying, "Oh, who killed it here? Who killed it? Who yeah. killed versus who?" Yeah. So, um, they just released Ken the Man's freestyle, and let's live react to it right now. I heard some of it, but I didn't hear the whole thing yet. So let's go ahead and play that. And. Go ahead and react. Good friend of man, by the way. Okay, I'm back in this bitch. These bitches that like they ain't hearing me. Every time I'm out, I gotta walk with my security. I'm a walking million. I ain't gotta wear no jewelry. And yeah, they been dropping, but I'm bored like a charcuterie. Fuck these bitches. I'm a lesbian. I'm not a new rap bitch. I'm something like a veteran. How could bitches ever do a top 10? And I'm not in the top 10. I can't name a bitch off the top that I'll rap can. I've been doing numbers. I don't even fuck with math. Eat a bitch up just for starters. I don't even fuck with apps. And I step out, Fiji. Other bitches giving tap. Man, my work been selling. Heard you hoes still in a trap. And I'm next to blow like fire at a Texaco. Bitches say it's smoke, but when they see me, it's that Reginald. Haters don't hate until you get put on a pedestal and stop hanging with my ops, bitch. Go be more original. Fuck they talking about. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Ken the Man. Okay. Shout out Ken the Man. I like it. I like it. Qualified sweet. Of course, it's qualified, man. Qualified. Man, anybody who's been on the show is automatically yeah. gonna be fucking qualified, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anybody who showed us love, we are biased yes. on this show. We yes. admit it. <laughs> anybody who shows us love and fuck with the podcast and been on the podcast is gonna be qualified no matter what. Okay. Yes. But no, I actually do like that freestyle, man. Like, yeah, look, it, it was good, short, sweet. I liked it. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin Man. Good to hear. I I know bigger and better things are coming for her, man. I know she's going to be, so look out for her this year. I know she's going to be doing big things, man. So very excited to see um, when she drops an album or her next project. I'm going to try to get her on the podcast again, maybe hopefully in studio next time. I know she's really busy now, I'm sure, but hopefully make something happen, man, because I do enjoy her music, and she's a really funny person, too. Yes. I did not expect that. She's hilarious, man. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> yeah, so can't wait yeah. to get her on again if possible, but yeah, make sure you check out Kendra Man, and I'm sure she's cooking up something right now. So yeah. so I, I got one more song for you to grade, man. I need to ride okay. rocket approval okay. of this song. So I came across this song, and I don't know if you heard it already, but 
I heard some of it, but I didn't hear the whole thing. I right. turned it off once I saw it, who it was. Who it was. Oh, man. You being yeah. biased. All right. Let, yeah. Let's play it real quick. Oh, no. Oh, no. real quick my question is this okay if you're gonna rap over a beat that's one thing but what's the point of remaking the song bar for bar and just changing a couple words like you can't even come with a new flow yeah at this point this is a remix (laughs) it really is man it should have came out in like 2002 yeah Uh, why is this coming out in 2022 yeah i don't understand what's the point of Rapping over a beat and doing the same exact thing from the original song, but I digress. Keep keep it going. Keep it going. Bitches play lies out. Period. Slut. Comma. I'm a rich asshole. Baby mama. That's all I got. Okay, man. yeah, enough. Enough. The, the crazy part is, I see, I think uh, Manny Fresh was actually um, part of this. I mean, he'll take a paycheck, I'm sure. No, like, that's, fucking, no, why no, the fuck not? No, I was just saying that's kind of crazy. That's crazy. It's one thing if she decides to just do the song over or something, but it's like, mm-hmm. damn, you got a legend <laughs> to to co-sign this. Just like, damn, man, this. Here's the you know, thing. I, I'm not mad he, at him. I'm just disappointed that it happened because I I couldn't have been mad if some dude just remade the beat and she did this. But just imagine if Cardi B decides to remake a a a, a classic Babyface song, and it's like, oh no! And then it, it sound bad, and then Babyface come out of nowhere, <laughs> you know, singing the hook or something. It's just like, oh man. Like, you know he only doing this because of the bag, but it's yeah. still a little disappointing. I mean, she, are, she already did Chicken Head, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but here's the thing, man. Like, when these people tread on these classic songs and fuck them all up, they know they're going to get blowback for it. So that's why they always try to bring the original artists in for the Tom Foolery. Same way they brought in Mark Morrison for that G-Easy oh, horse oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Return of the Mac remake. They had to bring him in because they knew they was going to get blowback for it. So, so do you think Same thing. Do you think that's why they bring him in or they try to yes. bring him? Okay, because I figure they bringing them in so they can say, hey, we paying homage instead of just flat out stealing. Yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not stealing no matter what. You have to pay for this to be yeah, able to use I, the I know that, but... And, yeah, I know that, but if if the person not on there, then it's gonna seem like from our standards as disrespect. 
But yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is like they're they're doing it to not get that blowback from okay. people. Okay, okay, I see. So I people got you. can, yeah. yeah. So we're saying the same thing. But yeah, yeah. I do think that's the case mm-hmm. because honestly, these people don't own their music. Yeah. So they, I'm sure she could have just taken that sample. Her label did it regardless. It. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I'll say it in that way. I'm happy that at least Manny Fresh is getting a cut and getting something from it. But. Yeah, man, it shit sucks. It's Amber Rose, by the way, if anybody didn't know, who was singing this song. <laughs> Amber Rose is now rapping. Yeah. Look, y'all, y'all called me crazy for Shikari Richardson rapping. I guarantee you she gonna start rapping soon, dog. Yeah. Everybody can rap. Everybody wanna rap now, dog. Anybody yeah. can get in the game now. Trust me. It, it, y'all, I'm gonna bring that because I was thinking about that when I saw she lost another race. I'm like, she's going to start <laughs> rapping soon. She can't run no more. She's getting yeah. smoked. She yeah. has to do something to be famous. <laughs> Anybody can rap now. Yeah. And the, yeah, see she's going to be See, next. the troubling part is, I mean, I, I ain't saying Amber Rose is out here 50 rich, but I feel like she definitely don't have to rap. She could do all type of other stuff around entertainment. So I'll be curious, like, why do these people that got a little money, they're good, be trying to rap? Like, I, I, I feel like they don't be trying to rap because of the money. They just rap. Be, they, they trying to rap because it look cool. They, they, they like the rapper lifestyle. So it's like, I, I just don't get it, man. If I had, if I had that money, I would not be trying to rap. And I'm a, you know, I, I, I've been rapping since I was younger. <laughs> so I just don't. I just don't get it, man. I don't know if they just bored and said, hey, let me do something. But it seemed like a lot of these celebrities just come out of nowhere and say, hey, let me try to build a let me. I want to be a rapper now. Let me get in the studio because there was somebody else that was actually in the studio. And I couldn't believe I, I forgot who it was, but um, it was actually in the studio. I'm just like, what the fuck is you doing in the studio? Like, it's so much other shit you could be doing. And everybody want to be a rapper or everybody want to start a podcast. It's just like it's. I don't know, man. It's it's already it's already hard for us simp, us simple folks trying to you know do a podcast, and now y'all want to jump in the podcast too. Like y'all ain't even got to do it. <laughs> it. Well, as far as the rap thing goes, for people who don't rap, getting into rap, I got to put this on Cardi B, man. This is one hundred percent the Cardi B effect. Yeah. Because if you notice. As soon as Cardi B started blowing up, all these fucking strippers and random people started rapping, dog. Yep. Everybody. Then mm-hmm. you had like fucking, um, you had uh, like Kim Kardashian was trying to rap for a second. Like random people who didn't rap before were trying to rap. Deshaun Watson girl was trying to, was still trying yeah. to rap, I think. Like yeah. random people. Once Cardi B proved that it can be done, all these strippers started rapping. All these random women started rapping. And like, I'm not putting like the real rappers. Of course, there's real female rappers who are rapping. We just talked about Kim the Man. But there's clearly the Cardi B effect 100%. of women yep. who are just like, okay, let me be known for being a hoe or whatever. And then let me parlay that into a rap career. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Nobody want to hear that but, shit. But the thing is, the frustrating part is they get the most eyes because just imagine yeah. 
just imagine your favorite stripper, your favorite porn star, whoever. They look good, so whatever they do, people going you go they gonna get the attention. So if they you know get some of the best ghost writers or whoever the best producers, they get studio time and get a video guide, and make a video. People gonna watch it just off the strength of it being this famous, well known stripper. And you know this is the perfect case. And that you know Cardi B, she was I I, I put her up on a higher scale because the music was actually good <laughs> early yeah. on, but. Now these strippers are like fuck it, you know they got the they got the bodies and all that shit. All they gotta do is start rapping, and you know niggas gonna pay attention to that no matter what. And the song could be doo doo, <laughs> and they still gonna support it because of who it is. And that <laughs> yeah, and of course they already have fans. Like Amber Rose already got like the sex positive people as fans. She does a slut. I'm I'm not sure if she's done a slut walk in a while, but she did all that. She was like an advocate for sex workers and stuff. So she has that platform too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not surprised she's rapping. It was only a matter of time. Everybody's trying to rap now, man. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so Getting I'm guessing. So I'm guessing this song is pig pen. Double pig pen, man. <laughs> pig pen mentality. It's lower than the pig. pig it's the slop. The hogs, the pig. Pig pen. The hogs, the pig. Pigs. Yeah, man. We we got we gotta come up with some new new pig pen terminology for that. Yeah, one. that that's lower than pig pen. That's just <laughs> double trash. That was bad. <laughs> that shit is a two pack of ass. Two pack of ass, man. <laughs> Even though it's one song, it's a two pack of ass. <laughs> All right. Um. Next up, let's talk about. Uh, fuck it. We got to react to Robert Kelly. Being uh, sentenced to 30 years in prison for sex trafficking and I believe racketeering. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the sex trafficking charge was kind of weird. I'm not saying this to defend R. Kelly at all. Oh man, you're R. Kelly defend. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> here we go. Here we I'm go. Here we go. I still play 12 play. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. TP2.com was a classic. Or, or what about um, this? The parents need to be in jail too. <laughs> yep, yep. The funniest defense is like, oh, Glizane Maxwell got 20 years, but R. Kelly got 30. So, <laughs> so like, if he got 20 years, would that make you happier? <laughs> like, yeah. his life is over it yeah, no matter 50 what. 50-something years old, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous, man. So, um, yeah, he was sentenced 20, 30 years in prison. Uh, I only brought the sex trafficking thing because, like, the the act that he was charged with is, like, some weird thing where it's, like, if you drive across straight st- uh, state lines to uh, have sex with somebody or a prostitute or anybody, even if it's consensual, that's, like, considered sex trafficking under yeah. this man act. Yeah, and we actually, uh, I think we discussed that. Or uh, it was discussed during the whole Deshaun Watson thing early on because yeah. he was traveling, you know, back and forth from Atlanta. And they were saying, uh, I think they got the human trafficking department in it, mm-hmm. investigating at some point. And, um, and that kind of perked everybody up. It was like, oh, shit, sex trafficking. You know, when you say that, then it, 
you kind of think the worst. You think of, you know, the movie Taken or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we had a lawyer. I think it was Attorney Sam. Shout out to our friend of the show, Attorney Sam. But he mentioned how, you know, it could be sex trafficking if you go across state lines and pay somebody to, you know, have sex with you. Or if you, you know, I want to say if you pay somebody, you can fly somebody out and hang out with them and have sex. But if you flying a prostitute out or something to pay them to have sex, then that's, that's sex trafficking. Yeah, that's yeah. It was wild, it was man. super weird. So, yeah, like I said, a lot of people perked up when the whole sex trafficking union, uh, um, unit hopped in. And so it, it just made it seem like it was just God off. Like Deshaun is a ringleader of sex trafficking. But it was something simple like that where it's just like, damn. And, you know, we talked about the whole, you know, I guess um, paying for sex type thing. Like, if you actually give somebody money for sex, that's, you know, that's bad. But yeah. if you have sex with somebody and say, hey, you know, you want some money? Then that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So If it, you take a girl out to eat and then take her to the mall and buy her shit and then have sex at the and that's not prostitution. Yeah. If you just pay for the sex outright, that's prostitution. Yeah. You got to go to jail. So that's just crazy, man. Yeah. But that that's probably the case here. <laughs> so, and they, you know, they probably just tapped it on because they needed some shit to stick so he can get 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, look, he, he set himself up for this shit, so I'm not saying, defending him at all. Like, fuck, if you print on minors and shit, man, and little kids... Uh, that, that that's that's special kind of disgusting. That's some nasty behavior. So I ain't shedding tears over it. Um, but yeah, that we just got to bring that up. R. Kelly sentenced thirty years in prison. The the real um, the real question is because remember people was um, bringing this up how other people still listen to his music and that's supporting them. So since he's in jail now, and you know he ain't getting none of this money from yes. these records. Is it cool to play some R. Kelly? Can you can you still play Step in the Name of Love? Here's the thing. <laughs> you you can play it. You just can't post about it on Twitter. Yeah, I keep okay? it a secret. <laughs> no, not even. Look, if we can be real for a second, niggas still bump R. Kelly, dog. Like, are we acting like they don't? Are we acting yeah. like R. Kelly still don't, just don't get played at all? Yeah, I dog, still hear Step in the Name bump. of Love. You just, you just don't hear it on the radio. And you don't hear yes. nobody, you know, on social media playing it. Yes. It's important to remember that social media and Twitter is not the real world. Yes. Yeah. If you post a video of you jamming to R. Kelly, people going to call you out. Yeah. But if you just in, in the car bumping R. Kelly, you're not going to get dirty looks on the street. Yeah. People going to be like, oh, I love that song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shit like that. The, the most people would do is probably like, damn, like. Man, it's fucked up what he did to those kids. Yeah, yeah. That type of thing. But man, he has some hits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, like I don't I don't go to the R. Kelly catalog or nothing like that, but I'm not pissed if I hear it. Or Yeah, you know, I'm not getting it, outraged. Man. Yeah, it's it's a couple songs where I'm like, damn, this shit don't sound right. <laughs> like it feel weird listening to, but I'm not like anti. Whereas, you know, I look at people funny or I quit talking to people if they if they still listen to R. Kelly. And that's the that, that's the thing that people don't have a have a hard time understanding. Like they act like every R. Kelly song is like super sexual, 
And they're not, man. Like, I'm not going to lie, a lot of them are. But he made some great songs about love, marriage, Christian songs. Like, I believe I could fly and shit like that. Dog, funniest thing that I saw this week was somebody posted an a Instagram video of Michael Jordan. I guess he was uh, on a fishing trip with some white folks. <laughs> and they, they posted a clip of him like coming in from the boat. And they had I Believe I Can Fly playing, but it was a James Ingram version. <laughs> like, I didn't even know it was another version of I, it. Me neither. Apparently, he <laughs> uh, James Ingram covered I Believe I Can Fly in 1999. Oh, I damn. didn't even know that yeah, until I, I heard that. this, dog. <laughs> So I'm like, wait, I, I heard the song playing, but I was like, who the fuck is this singing? <laughs> I'm like, y'all too scared to even play I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah. Do we got to act like I Believe I Can Fly is a bad song now because yeah. R. Kelly went to prison? Yeah. Like, do do I have to act like Bill Cosby ain't funny because he did yeah. some dirty shit too? Like, yeah, you can't like the Cosby show because his, he what he did off, off, the, sh- off the show right? or whatever. It's like, I don't support the man at all. I don't sub fucking, I didn't put in a GoFundMe for him, okay? I didn't buy the Cosby show on DVD. I'm sure you can't even get it now. But yeah. I didn't put no money in Bill Cosby's pocket. But I'm, I, I can't, if the Cosby show is on TV and I'm flipping through, I'm not going to say, ooh. <laughs> I'm going to try to see what episode it is, man, because I'm probably going to yeah. be laughing. Yeah. But, uh. Same thing with R. Kelly, man. R. Kelly made some truly great R&B songs. Look, he was one of the best writers and R&B artists of all time, man. He yes, kind of, kind of like how we can't say O.J. Simpson's one of the best running backs of all time no more. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's like people just gotta <laughs> lie. Yeah, and act like that shit. Um, uh, just, just, just didn't happen. But look, I, I, I don't judge anybody for how, however they feel. You yeah. know. If you don't, if you don't want to bump R. Kelly and think it's whack for people to bump R. Kelly, like I don't care. Yeah. Just don't come at me with that shit, okay? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me personally, I don't go out my way to play R. Kelly. Like I've just kind of passed it a little bit. I mean, I ain't go. Like I'll be lying if I sat here and say I always listen to R. Kelly and all that shit. So, um, but I'm not. I'm not the type of person that. Oh, you got to cut this off. Like, why are you playing yeah. this? Like it's certain stuff where I'll be like, that just don't sound right in the moment, but I'm not pissed off. I'm not unfriending you because you listen to R. Kelly and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I might think you a little weird if you sitting there defending them, but Yeah. Like it's not that deep for me, man. Um if you sitting there talking about how them women wanted it, them seventeen yeah. year oh we all know them sixteen year olds want it. Yeah. If if you say some shit like that, I'll be like, Okay, bro, I can't fuck with you now. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. If you just listening to music, I'm not gonna be like, oh, you're a terrible yeah. person. Because look, at the end of the day, man, the music game is kind of crazy. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. Ja- at least James Brown went through a lot of stuff back in his day, and you know, it's unfortunate he's gone now. But he, a lot of a lot of your favorite artists went through a lot of stuff, man. And you know, just because you listen to the music, don't mean you, you know, you, you good with what they do off, you know, outside the booth. So, yeah, man, just you know, if you listen to R. Kelly, you listen to him. You just can't post about it. 
Yeah, <laughs> you can't don't tweet post about it on it. Twitter. <laughs> it don't say I support R. Kelly. Fuck what y'all say. Just don't. Yeah. Don't 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 post that, man. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's cra- so. the the one song that kind of bothered me a little bit. And the crazy part about it, he ain't even seen this. He wrote this song for for Michael Jackson. The You're yeah. Not Alone. And the only reason that bothers me because that was in the documentary. And the way they doubted it, I don't even know if it was true or not, but the way they explained it was he R. Kelly really wrote this song for the girl he had in his house. The the young girl in his house. And he said he wrote that song for her. And it was the You Are Not Alone, I'm here with you, and all this other shit. So it just it, it kind of collided together where I'm like, damn, I can't even hear that song the same. And so that's the one song I'm just like, uh, like it don't even hit the same now. And it's a beautiful song. Yeah. But to me, like after watching the doc, it was just like, damn, like that don't even sound the same now because the girl was saying how he wrote that song for her because he left her in the house all of this time and all this other shit. So that was the song. So now I'm like, oh, fuck. Every time it come on, I'm just like, damn, this don't even hit the same now. But yeah. I'm not outraged or <laughs> I'm not canceling people for listening to it. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, it helps that Michael Jackson sang it. So at least it's not R. Kelly's voice you hear on this shit. You can kind of separate it a little bit, even yeah. though some people want to cancel Michael Jackson, too. But I mean, that shit yeah. fell through at this point. Can we officially say Michael Jackson innocent? Is that controversial now? And like, if we're if we're saying based on court evidence, R. Kelly's definitely guilty. Can we go ahead and absolve Michael Jackson yeah. of all wrongdoing yeah. officially, man? You know how this that man shit, been. You know how that shit they took be going, him to, man. They took him to court after he died. Yeah. And he still was absolved, man. So <laughs> fuck it. If we if we gotta cancel R. Kelly, we need to officially uncancel. I mean, he was never really canceled to begin with. Yeah. But we gotta officially uncancel for good Michael Jackson because yeah. that they tried to get that man with everything. And his name has always come out clean. So yeah. yeah, you know how that shit go, man. If 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 they if they going through some type of trial, and you know, same thing with the shine, man. He he was no criminal charges. People still gonna say guilty. I don't care. He did mm-hmm. that shit. It's the same thing with Michael Jackson, man. Like no evidence, no this, no that. People don't see anything. But you know, the people that don't really care for him, would say, oh, no, I think he did it. No, he did. He a rapist. They they just go to extreme. So, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, tr- I try not to let that bother me. It's it's t- To me, it's a little nasty when you talk about somebody that's dead that can't even defend themselves. So them taking mm-hmm. them to trial when he died and all the documentaries that came out after he passed, it was just like, come on, man, that's, that's goofy, man. Yeah, I agree. Uh, now I demand. I, I'm saying it officially on Jim G's podcast. Michael Jackson is uncanceled after his death for good. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Holly Rachel Worshiper, I see you in the Twitch chat, man. You said, "Did y'all do a what a bro knows on Mickey D's baby mama or baby drama?" We're gonna talk about that, man, because yeah. I'm really surprised it blew up like it Me did. Me too, because because it was an argument before like this. I just saw some jokes being tweeted about it. Mm. And then next thing I know, it's like women being really upset about it. Yeah. I I'm seen, like, when I, did this yeah. turn left, man? Yeah, like, I, I, I seen thought the, people were just joking about this shit. Yeah, I seen the arguments first. 
And I, 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 I promise it was an argument like this before. I want to say a couple years ago about um, you got to buy all my kids some food, not just your one kid and all that bullshit. So I surprised when when I seen people talking about, it, I'm like, uh, it must be a slow day. But that shit went far, man. Like we was even talking about it on in the loop. <laughs> so I'm like, damn. Oh wow. Yeah, we we actually brung it to the in the loop show. So, but yeah, that, we, that's how you know it officially crossed over when Landry and, and John Lopez heard about yeah. it. It was know, a pretty good, really, it was, really crossed over. It was a pretty good discussion too. Like they was, you know course arguing about it we all had different sides to it so yeah <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that and what bro knows we'll cover that for sure because I, I still don't really know even what that was about but we'll break yeah. it down um oh yeah did you watch the bt awards figgy i watched some of it man BT, th- those awards was too long man I they was, always are man because you know uh p diddy was getting honored for the i guess the the man and the whatever the the century award is, um, they were honoring uh, Puff Daddy. So I was like, okay, that should be a good performance. Uh, you know, I heard a lot of people was you know jumping on stage with him and all that. So I'm waiting around for it, man. I I bailed out, man. This was like watching the Marion versus Mario versus, where the beginning part was way too long and I was getting tired. I'm just like, fuck, it. I just cut it off. So I missed the whole um, P. Diddy performance. But um, I watched some of it. This was probably, it's crazy because we do this podcast every week. We all listen to music. This is probably the first time ever that I watched an award show like this and didn't know most of the artists, man. It it was a lot of random artists that I'd never seen before. And they were actually hitting the, the main stage. Usually, you know, usually they have this stage to the side where they say, oh, here's an up-and-coming artist um, performing on the Verizon stage. And check them out on BT.com. So it seemed like a lot of those type of artists was on the main stage. So I don't know if it was a thing where a lot of these main artists didn't want to show up or what. But it was, um, I I felt like I never even listened to hip hop or anything. It was a lot of people up there I didn't really know. But um so Taraji P. Henson was hosting it. And uh, you know, sometimes she'd be doing the most. And <laughs> she tried to do the most, but sometimes. I'm trying to be nice, man. <laughs> Never know who might get on Ever the podcast. Ever since post-Empire, she's really literally cooking. <laughs> but yeah, she was she was doing a lot. And uh, you know they had to throw in the whole um my body, my choice type. Man. Yeah. And who I don't know who's on the teleprompt, but um they were screwing up the whole night. And um Cookie, <laughs> she was re so I don't know if you've seen the meme or the uh the tweet that said guns have more rights than women or something like that. Or a gun is it was something like that, but she totally screwed up that whole statement. <laughs> saying uh, she started off like, yeah, women have more rights than. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me. Guns have more rights than women. So it was. I was just like, oh man. And this was the beginning. So I was just like, oh man, she screwed that up. But you know, I you know people mess up. So, but it was just crazy how she messed up on that part because when she said women have more rights, 
I'm thinking like, damn, where's she going with this? <laughs> Women have more rights. But she totally screwed that up. But a lot, man, a lot of people, at first I was like, man, these motherfuckers can't read. And then after a while, you start seeing people like, wait, wait, go back. Well, I'm like, what the fuck is they talking about? So whoever's on the teleprompter was was losing their mind, man, because a lot of people were screwing up their lines and all that shit. But um, yeah, outside of that, man, BT's war, the BT wars was just meh. Like I ain't really take nothing special for. I ain't see the P Diddy performance. Maybe that was good. I seen Shine came through and performed. It was weird seeing a prime minister of a country come out it was there. Weird seeing a man who you you doing the performance for the man who got you locked up, basically. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, damn, you did a long bid for that man. You didn't came in and perform for him years later. Wow, that's a, really must be yeah. a lot of forgiveness there. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, I seen a little clip of that, but. I, it, it it was okay, man. It was okay. Um, um, Gina and Cole was up there. I don't know if you. Uh, we okay. didn't even talk about. Did you see the Martin and? The, no, uh, because it's on like the fucking shit you have to pay for BT on BT. Plus. I'm not gonna watch that shit yeah, if I have yeah. to pay for it, man. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that too because I did not see it either. And I'm like, man, I, and I like Martin, but I'm not subscribing to BT Plus. Yeah, to see a reunion like that, I hate that they did that. They should have just put it on Netflix or HBO. It should have been on HBO Plus because it was an HBO show. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I I hate that they got it on BT Plus, but yeah, no, that was yeah. I didn't think it like when I heard it was happening. I was like, okay, I'm gonna check it out, and then I didn't hear anything about it. I'm like, so wait, did it air? Then I found out later on it was on the BET subscription service. I'm like, fuck that, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure eventually they'll put it on something like HBO Max or regular BET. But yeah. yeah, I'm not going out my way to pay for that shit. I'm sorry, man. I don't want to see fat Martin Lawrence and fucking fat Gina and fat everybody else <laughs> reminiscing about the old days that bad. I mean, I do yeah. want to see it, yeah. but not that bad. Yeah. It, it, it sidebar... Can we stop acting like we want to see these shows rebooted in 2022? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can people stop even asking that question? Who wants to see a Martin reboot today with the same people? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can maybe see doing it like they did Fresh Prince, even though I don't like that either. Like, <laughs> you still ain't watch it? You still that. ain't watch uh, Bel Air? It will be my on my summer watch list. I'm going to try to get through it. This we could talk about it at some point. But um, yeah, that's the only way you could do it is with a completely new cast. Martin is not the same Martin from yeah. that time, man. He is yeah. way different. It's even now. funny. Everybody's way different. I feel like he's not even funny now. I mean, he really isn't, dog. And like that's, it's kind of like the Jim Carrey effect. Where when all of your humor is like physical, crazy humor, yeah, like you get older and you mellow out, yeah. So like you're not gonna have that sense of humor no more, man. Like Martin can't jump around and act all crazy like he used to. He fucking fifty some years old now, man. So yeah, yeah. Like, that's just, that's the same reason why fucking Chris Tucker ain't funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he he just can't do the same comedy he used to do, man. So. 
Like people got to stop acting like we want to see a Martin reboot with the yeah. same people, man. Get o- get over it. It would be sad and pathetic. Just yeah. be happy with the reunion yeah. and and move on. Yeah. I uh how do you feel about this because he kind of teased this a little bit saying because I think he shot down the Martin uh reboot, but he did mention a possible Shanene spinoff. Ugh. So that no, means you can't you can't, so, you can't do that today. So that means so yeah, so even if he did, so that means he 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 killing off the Martin reboot, but he's willing to dress up as Shanene and have a whole show. That didn't even make sense to me. I'm like, man, number one, I was not invested. You cannot do that character today. You can't, nah, okay? you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't have a man acting like a woman doing every black woman stereotype. Yeah. In this day and age, man, that would get canceled before they even filmed the first scene. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. They can't do that. The only way that would happen is if you get like an actual trans woman. Yes. To be Shanene yeah. and, and do like a Shanene spinoff with, a, with somebody else playing Shanene. But no, Martin cannot put on a wig and act yeah. like Shanene in this day and age. Man, It would not happen. Yeah. It, it, like that role is almost exclusively for you know only uh, only can be at by a trans woman yeah. like they got like I, I was watching the show uh euphoria and this is transgender woman on there and for a minute i'm like dang is that a is that like a you know god playing the trans woman or is this really a trans woman in real life so i had to google it and this is a trans woman in real life and i'm like damn okay like you know, I you know I'm cool with it, but I'm thinking like, damn, I wonder did we get to a point where a, a guy, a straight guy, can't play a trans woman in the show? He it, it almost have to be a trans woman, otherwise that guy would get criticized. Yes, no, that's exactly the case because that's happened and people got mad about it. Like people get mad if a gay, if a a person who is playing a gay character ain't really gay. Yeah. And it's like, and, and, how, how do you even know it, it? Like, in case they just come out and say it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can understand because some people think that if you trans or if you gay or whatever, it's already hard enough to get into entertainment. Yeah. And then you got people taking your roles that could be for you. Yeah. Um, but then again, like, nobody's going to put that label. Like, Elliot uh, Page, who used to be Ellie Page, transitioned to a man. And she plays like men roles now, I think. She doesn't play like trans men roles. She plays like actual men. But uh, yeah, so it, it's weird. I, I get the point they're trying to make because, you know, you want to get people. Yeah, it's kind of like that. being a black person. And you Exactly. Know, they used like, to do blackface with white people. Yeah. It's like, damn, so. just get a black person to play this role. You don't have mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I totally get it. But I was thinking like, damn, we got to a point where, you know. You got you got to get a gay person for this gay role now. It's not like you could get Idris Elba to uh, Elba to play something. Now it's like nah, he can't. You know he get in trouble for playing a transgender woman or something. So yeah, we we didn't got to that point now. But and um, that used to be like the fucking uh, the the uh, bar you had to pass that, to be taken seriously that, as an actor. You had to go gay at least once. And and see, that's where I was getting at, man. Uh, that's why I even brought the whole Shanae reboot up. It's like damn Martin always like you play Big Mama <laughs> on the Big Mama house mm-hmm. or whatever. 
Like, you don't want to do a Martin reboot, which is fine with me. But you willing to dress up as Shanae and have a whole series? It's like, damn, like, just let that shit go. I don't, I mean, I don't know about you, but Shanae wasn't the best character to me. That, no, that one I, like I, I was Martin. rewatching Martin, and those are the most uncomfortable segments <laughs> to rewatch. Like, the show still holds up pretty good to me. It's still funny as hell, but the Shanae parts are just cringe, man. Because he'd be like too into it, dog. <laughs> like it, it'd be getting too crazy, man. Yeah. And yeah, I just those are the worst parts to rewatch to me, man. Because it's like eh, it just don't. It's, it's don't not look really right funny to me, man. It, yeah, it, yeah. And you know, I know Martin was a different type of show. We talked about this with Martin and Fresh Prince. Martin was a different type of show where they was just on there being silly as hell. Mm-hmm. But now, sometimes I'm like, man, I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> like, I don't feel like seeing all Shanae and all that other shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I almost don't want to see most of the characters on it. It's a few characters that I like, but I almost don't want to see Martin in another character, man. Yeah. I mean, of all the characters, I liked the fucking the nigga with the fucked up teeth who everybody said Trinidad James what was his name Jerome, Jerome. yeah Jerome I said Jerome, Jerome was classic yeah the, security, the kung fu guy this, was stupid yeah I like the security was, guard I didn't like the kid with the snotty nose what was his name I didn't like that I never liked that yeah uh yeah a lot of the characters the, are kind of whack looking the, back the, man but the I secur- do, Jerome was yeah, classic Jerome. and the white guy he played was hilarious too <laughs> I don't think I don't know if he could do that today. <laughs> nah, actually, nah, you could, you could. Well, actually, I don't know. You, you yeah. would get Tucker Carlson and a uh, Fox yeah. News people mad at you. They yeah. say, "Oh, how come white people can't do this, but black people can?" Yeah, you'll get but, that. Or I don't think it hold up, but you will definitely get yeah. that side. Yeah, but but um, no, nah, that that dude. He, I think that was Gina's boss. That was a hilarious character. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of the other ones, yeah, yeah, they didn't really age well, man. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, I, yeah. Th- but that's all I got for the BET Awards. Yeah, another meh year. I mean, usually it's kind of meh, so I'm not surprised. Oh yeah, I did see Giveon fucking fumble terribly <laughs> trying to sing, and then tried to blame the mic for it. You see that clip? Yeah, I, I seen that. He was yeah. trying to hit some guy. Like he was tapping his hearing aid and and looking at the mic when he yeah. fucking tried to hit a note and just it went completely flat. Yeah. And then he tweeted out, "Oh, BET sabotaged me with the mic." And he's yeah, like, I and get he, it now, Lil Nas X. It's like what? Yeah, and somebody else put a picture, uh, another video up of him performing, sounding yeah, rough on Ellen and couldn't sing either. <laughs> like, look, none of these look. People just gotta R- give up on R- 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 and B. R and B is looking bad right now, man. This it's is bad, this is the second week in a row where R and B is looking bad. <laughs> Outside of like, Mario, who, <laughs> who 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 do we have left that can really like? I've given up comparing people to Luther, comparing people to fucking like real singers that we used to have back in the day, man. Even like a James Ingram, yeah. like we're not gonna get that, but. <laughs> Like you can't even perform your own songs live, yeah. Where you're not even singing like fucking super complicated shit. <laughs> you're not hit, hitting that falsetto note, man. 
Yeah. Like, why can nobody perform live anymore? It seems that's like singing wise. Yeah, it's crazy to that, me. That that's the troubling part because as a singer, I, I'm not saying you know um, you should be able to just uh, you know just go out of nowhere because I know everybody's way more comfortable in the studio. But um, I, um, people always use this example: if a A&R was right there ready to sign you, and they say, "Let me hear something." You should be able to sing so good where they be like, damn, I can see, you know, I can see, I can see the vision or something like that. But it seems like people don't even do that now. You remember we used to see people just up and down the street singing and like, damn, you got a good voice. Like you ain't got that now. People be scared to sing live. It's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. People have blamed it on, you know, the church dying out. You know, a lot of the, the most famous black singers from back in the day came from the black church. So they were part of the choir, singing every week. And but there's a lot of reasons, man. I, I mean, the sound, these are studio artists now. The the it, techniques in the studio have gotten so good that yeah. anybody can made to be sound good, man. Like you can yeah. make anybody sound good in the studio if you got a skilled engineer working the shit. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, and it sounds good on on record, but when you try to perform that shit live, yeah, it's gonna and be it, flat. And even the live performances, they got it where you know you could have auto tune. You could you could put some filters yeah. They put auto tune in the mic now, man. Yeah, it was really sad. that wasn't the case back what 20, 30 years ago. Like that was Fucking Michael Jackson real voice. It Roger was, Troutman did it, but he had to have like a big ass tube in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he did it. Yeah. It looked mad uncomfortable. Yeah. So now like even they even this device I got I got a roadcaster. I could put a a little echo on it and a little filter on it and sound like I'm somewhere else. And that's what these people got now. So some like can't nobody just put these headsets on and just start singing away because they're gonna feel uncomfortable. They feel like they need you know, some auto-tune or something like that. Well, I'm just like, damn, man, that's, it, it, it sucks, man. R&B is in the, you know, I don't want to sit here and say R&B is in a bad place, but it's not the same how it was in the 90s or it even the off. early 2000s. Yeah, yeah the whole. Uh, I agree, man. Yeah, the I whole. I agree, but it's like. The whole live singing is, I feel like it's done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all about image now. It's all about. Just uh, the vibe. It ain't about the singing no more. We in the vibe yeah. era the, now. The crazy man, part so. about it is, Giveon was one of those artists where people be like, "Oh, that's some real R and B. Like it's a real mm-hmm. smooth song." And for him to sound like that, it's just like, damn, man. Like that's fucked up. Like if if the power go out and he still got to perform, he should be able to sing a little bit. <laughs> that, that's not really yeah. the case. Yeah. I still remember uh, uh, fucking, I saw a Stevie Wonder clip where he was performing somewhere. And this is older Stevie, too. Mm. And, like, something was wrong. The keyboard wasn't working right. So he just started freestyling a song. Because <laughs> <laughs> he he's like, yeah. he was singing a song about the power not working and the keyboard being messed up. But it still it sounded good. good, man. Yeah. Like, he just did that shit off the top of his head. And now it's like... If yeah. that happened now, the artist would just throw the mic down and walk off the stage. Like they wouldn't even try to mm-hmm. try to uh, save it. Yeah, so. even in church, man. It was one time I was in church and the power went out, 
and the choir was up there singing, and somebody else was up there singing. They kept singing, and it sounded good. It was just no music and no mic. So it's like, damn, like the party didn't stop then. They kept singing, and it sounded okay. You just, it just wasn't over a microphone or instruments. But there's no way in hell that could happen. It's probably like maybe two people that could probably still sing. Two or three people that could, you know, sing. I I feel like Beyonce could still probably sing a little bit. Beyonce can sing. Weekend can sing. Yeah. Man, like you, you can't take that from I've, him. Yeah. Like or hate his music. I'm, he can sing. Yeah, I'm trying to think of everybody in general, not just R&B. I, I feel Lady Gaga can sing. Yeah. Uh, Adele, she can sing. Yeah. <laughs> but is that list is slim. <laughs> uh, Anderson Pack is all right. Uh, Bruno Mars is pretty good. Um, yeah, but other than that, I don't know, it, man. It's slim, man. I, I feel like a lot of these dudes, if the power go out, man, their careers is over. Yeah, they it's rough. <laughs> it's rough. They might start so. rapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rough era, man. Yeah. Uh, but sad, maybe maybe uh, somebody could bring the vibes back. I don't know. Yeah. But I doubt it. <laughs> um now, oh yeah, we gotta talk about this NBA madness. Yeah. Uh it's time to react to the one of the crazier off seasons. I mean, every off season in the NBA is crazy now. Uh, nothing nothing phases me anymore, man. If LeBron yeah. said tomorrow I want to leave LA, I wouldn't be surprised, dog. <laughs> like everybody else done left. Yeah. <laughs> like so nothing surprises me anymore um with NBA free agency shit. But um I guess one of the more shocking things for most people is Kevin Durant officially requesting a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. Um this comes right after I guess Kyrie opted in to the Nets and got some money off of that, but he still might get dealt or might not. They don't know yet what's going to happen. But Kevin Durant, once out of Brooklyn, um, allegedly wants to go to either the Phoenix Suns or the Miami Heat. So both number one seeds in their conferences last year, uh, which is hilarious. Um, I mean, you ain't going to beat the front runner allegations there. <laughs> <laughs> but OK, Figgy, um, what are your thoughts about this and where do you think he's going to end up? And do you still think that uh, Kyrie could be uh, rejoining the Lakers at some point, which, according to Stephen A. Smith, they still want to make that happen. So what do you think about all this, man? It's craziness going on right now. It's, it's super crazy, man, because I can't stop thinking about how they even got together in Brooklyn. Like they 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 decide to team up in Brooklyn. Do their little, you know, super team, and didn't even get past the second round, man. They that team that that might be the most disappointing team in history, man. Because this ain't no Lakers team with Carl Malone and Gary Payton. This was you could argue say that team might have been a, a little more talented <laughs> because that team at least had Shaq and uh, Kobe, and a, you know, washed up Carl Malone and Gary Payton. But this team was, we had this team going to the NBA Finals and possibly winning it all, and they ain't even get past the second round. And for the simple fact that the Nets pretty much blew up everything, they got rid of a coach that was pretty good before they got there, and now Kevin Durant wants out. (laughs) 
That's it's, it. It kind of show you how crazy the NBA is because it's not a situation like in the NFL where you know the player have no leverage and they either got to sit out or they just got to suck it up and play. Kevin Durant don't have to do anything, and they gotta trade him. They like wherever he want to go, they gotta trade him to that place. That's how that's how screwed up the NBA is, man. It's strictly a, a players' league, man. It was it, it's it was up to be a GM there, but um, him going to Phoenix or or wanting to go to Phoenix in Miami is wild, man. A lot of people was defending, you know, Kevin Durant on him playing in Golden State and they they tried to justify the rings and all that stuff. But man, it's it's hard to sit there and put him in a conversation with other big time players now if he just like this dude is moving all over the place with these teams. <laughs> this would be his fourth team, man. Is it, it, I don't know, man. I look, I can't be mad at him. I'm I'm not angry or nothing like that, but it's it's wild, man. It's I I, I just can't wait to list. Uh, it seemed like we talked about it before. It seemed like the super teams are kind of dying out a little bit, and maybe it's the LeBron era, the people that's in the KD era. Maybe you know, maybe after they retired, this would be kind of back to normal. But I'm I'm kind of sick of it, man. We seen Golden State; them dudes ain't jump off of a uh, another team and decide to come together. Them dudes was drafted all in the same place, and they you know became a dynasty. We saw it last year with uh, Milwaukee; they they you know they weren't jumping all on one team trying to make a super team, and they won. I'm just sick of the whole <laughs> trying to team up and. All this bullshit, man. I even seen, um, I want to say it was Brian Windhorse saying, don't be surprised if the Lakers try to get KD and Kyrie. We're just like, man, that would be some bullshit, man. If if KD and Kyrie go to the, to the Lakers. That would be hilarious that would if be, they could make that work, that would honestly. Be, that would be crazy, <laughs> man. I mean, it'd be fun to watch and see how they do. But, man, this shit, like. Look, I said it before, man. This shit will probably get you one ring <laughs> teaming up like this. And after the fact, after they leave and all that shit, then your team is fucked. <laughs> so it's just, I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't understand why Kevin Durant trying to leave unless he has some type of riff with the with the owner or something. It seemed like Brooklyn was a place he liked. So I, I just don't get it, man. I don't get Reportedly, it. Reportedly, he, he did have an issue with the ownership and he hadn't been talking to them for a while. I think he was upset with how they handled Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I guess he wanted them to have his back 100 percent and they didn't. But I think it was understandable why they didn't. Fucking yeah. everybody got vaccinated to play and he didn't want to. So he couldn't yeah. play. Like yeah. what are you supposed to say? Like, come on, man. It, it, but um, it, It's really fucked up, too, because. Look, get your money, <laughs> but damn, like they signed you to a max contract when you was out for the season. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, so I know somebody else would have, but damn, they looking out for you, and you only played two seasons, and <laughs> and now you want out. It's just kind of, I don't know, man. It, it show you how crazy the play, how the players run this league, and I ain't the type of person. Oh, you know. You got to listen to the owners and all that shit, but 
think how crazy that is, man. They signed him. <laughs> he got paid being out the whole year. They, he got his max contract. They were out of the playoffs two years in or they I think one year they missed the playoffs or out the first round. But they, they didn't get past the first round. And and you want out, <laughs> you you request a trade. It's just it, it's crazy, man. Like I I never seen a superstar like Kevin Durant or a player like Kevin Durant going through something like this where they just bounced around. It, it it's crazy, man. Yeah, it kind of is, man. And, and like, there there are some people who just think players should be able to pick wherever they want to play. And it's like, do y'all really want that? Because if you do, we might as well eliminate all but like four NBA teams. Because nobody wants to go to fucking Utah. Nobody wants to go to fucking Milwaukee. Nobody wants to play in these places, man. So unless you have some kind of fair... Thing. I'm not saying you had to fucking chain somebody up and force somebody like they're trying to act like it's for slavery. Yeah. But like, look, man, you, players just can't be able to pick wherever they want to play because they gonna pick Miami. They gonna pick L.A. They gonna pick New York. And that's it. Yeah. So like it, it, it's completely unbalancing the fucking up the scale of balance for everybody in the league. And especially when you're a team like the Nets, who at this point I really feel for now. Yeah. Like they bent over backwards trying to accommodate KD. I'm sure the Steve Nash coaching pick was something Kevin Durant and Kyrie wanted. You know, he had no fucking experience. They got flack for that, but they took him in anyway. They fucking gave up all their trade equity to bring in James Harden, which thank you for that, by the way. Mm. But, uh, so, yeah, they gave up a whole lot to get James Harden. That didn't work out. And now KD wants out. And now kept caught, like the whole thing blew up over a season. And now they ain't got shit to show for it. Yeah. Except their picks belong to another team for the next, like, five years. The same shit that happened before with, with Boston. How they gave up all them picks and all that shit for Kevin, a washed-up Kevin Durant, a washed-up Paul Pierce, and... Jason Terry and all this shit, and they took years yeah. to get back on, you know, get back upright. But yeah, it, it, it's crazy, man. And see, like, I'm 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 throwing in LeBron um, with this conversation. I re- I at least respect LeBron for playing out his damn contract. Yeah, he played. He never requested a trade in his life. He never requested a trade from Cleveland. He played his contract out. He gave it all he got, and he left. Like a lot of people was mad at him because of that, but he was a free agent. He he had the right to leave. He 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 played his contract. He he became a free agent. He could go wherever he want. He did that with um he did that with Miami. Went back to Cleveland, played his contract out. Went to L. I can't you know you can say what you want about him bouncing around or going to a different situation, but he played his contract out. He ain't forced his way out of nowhere. So I, I at least respect that. But just the way Kevin Durant did this, man, it was to me it was kind of bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's no nah, no nah, the league is getting too crazy, man. Like this this shit gotta gotta end at some point. Like look, there's been plenty of players throughout like Chicago people forget Jordan wanted to leave Chicago, man. Before cause before they won their first championship, like 
he just felt like they weren't trying to win. Yeah. He wanted to leave Chicago. Like he was frustrated with that front office. He until the day he left Chicago, period, and retired the second time. Uh, like he did not fuck with that front office, man. Like yeah. he did, just did not like them at all. Mm-hmm. And he thought that they were winning in spite of them. <laughs> but put put him today, they the the Bulls would not have had two three peats. No. He would he would have said, fuck it. He would have forced his way out. If yeah. he played in this era, they probably wouldn't have had no rings if he would have forced his way out before the first one. Yeah. So yeah, they. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. <laughs> it really is, man. Like, I'm not one to ever side with the owners because fucking they're billionaires. I don't really give a shit. But I feel for the fans, for the few fans who actually root for a team and not the player. I mean, that's rare now. Yeah. Let's be real. That's rare for somebody to actually be a fan of a team and not just the players that are on it. Yeah. Like a LeBron or a Kobe when he was still playing or yeah. a KD or a Kyrie. So yeah. Um but yeah it, it sucks for the fans because yeah. you're you're looking for forward to you know years of seeing high quality basketball. Then the nigga just says, oh I don't I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. And they have to move them. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I think the problem is I think owners and GMs need to really consider this. They need to just start saying no, because if if KD want to come to if let's say KD wanted to come to the Cavs, and the Cavs somehow get KD, you gotta let them know like, hey, you're not running this. We're not about to trade for your your buddy Kyrie. We're not about to trade for whoever you want. It's we got a GM. Let him do his business. You do your business. Otherwise, don't, you know, we're not going to trade for you. Or, you know. But that, that, that's this, not going to work, man, because they tried that with Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons got on the mental health kick and suddenly yeah, his back but, was hurting. Yeah, like, but see, he was on, t- he was, uh, he was drafted by them. But let's say Ben Simmons was a free agent and he, you know, he wanted to come to the, he wanted to come to the Cavs or the Rockets. But he want to kind of run a run a show like LeBron how Le, how LeBron run a show. You gotta say no, nah, like no, nah, we not doing. We got a GM. You you're not the GM. Like if LeBron wanted to come back to Cleveland and he want to make all these trades, he want to get AD, he want to get Carmel, he want all of this shit. How LeBron usually do? We always say LeBron is the GM. Mm-hmm. We gotta say no, nah, like we not no. Nah, let the GM do his thing and you play. Like, to, like, ain't no point of trying to sign LeBron back and then he trading away all these young players. He trading away all these picks and all this shit for him to be gone in four years and the team be fucked. And and that's the I think that's my only criticism of LeBron. Like, just let the GM control the team. Let him build the team. And, you know, you, you I mean, at some point, you got, you got to go through a small rebuild. We've seen that with Golden State. Just imagine if uh, Curry said, no, nah, I want out because, you know, everybody getting hurt and we had a bad season. No, nah, he kind of, you know, they they stuck it out and they went right back to the finals. So I think the problem is, you know, LeBron controlling it, LeBron being the player GM and they doing all of these moves because of LeBron, trying to keep him there, keep him happy. And it's not really working out right. So I think I think that's the problem. I think the GM or the owner need to 
kind of step in and be like, no, nah, we're not making this trade to get your buddy. Now, I mean, if, if, if you want that, we're not doing that. And, you know, you can sign somewhere else. But I think the problem I, is these owners, you know, they want KD on the team. If KD say, I want to I play for you, they're going to bow down and do whatever he wants. And, you know, that's bringing in revenue and that's making you a championship contender. <laughs> so I, I know it's hard, but, like, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, do you see... Do you see KD going to somebody like the Spurs and him controlling everything and saying, hey, trade for my buddy here? They're not about to roll with that shit. So that's exactly why people don't go to the Spurs. These superstars don't go to the Spurs. They can't have their way. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest issue is when a player says, I don't want to be here no more, there's nothing the team can do. You know, yeah. in football, we've seen plenty of players say, I don't want to be here. And the base had to stay. Yeah. Fucking Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, said, I don't want to be here no more. Mm-hmm. And they said, tough luck. Yep. Green Bay's kept him. And then they re-signed him. So, like, uh, the only person who got his way was Deshaun. And he that got it in a such a messy way. He had to sacrifice his entire fucking image and credibility and yep. everything really but mm-hmm. in the nfl that shit don't go down like that man but in yeah. the nba like every pl- every star player who said i want to leave has been able to leave and yeah. go to wherever they want to go yeah which is they they can't stop that man is that that's yeah. where it really gets ridiculous man there has to be something that at least tries to prevent people from saying and eh, you know i don't want to play anymore i want to go to la with lebron or i want to go to wherever kyrie is yeah. Like there has to be something to stop that, man. There, it, the issue right now is they can't. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know how you fix that, but that's the main issue to me. Because yeah. niggas just say they don't want to play no more, and then they get their way in the end. So <laughs> it, it's crazy, man. And, and see, like, I, and don't get me wrong, I have a problem with that. But the main thing I have a problem with is when the player trying to be the GM. And the agents in here, you know, they, you know, they controlling what player goes where. And that, that's the part that fucked me up because LeBron, and he, he, he sucked the Cavaliers dry. What the, the second time it wasn't as bad because I think the Cavs knew he was gone. And so that's when they remember they had D Wade and all that shit. And they end up trading D Wade back to Miami and they blew up that team. And that's when LeBron pretty much took. People say he took a, a, you know, a whole bunch of garbage to the finals that his last season with the with the Cavs. That's I think that's when the Cavs realized, like, look, we're not about to do this for LeBron. We need to trade. You know, remember, they traded for like Jordan Clarkson and all these other players from the Lakers. And people like, damn, they made it. They made a way for LeBron to go to the Lakers. They cleared some some cap so he could go there to the Lakers to sign with him. That was stupid. But at the end of it all, it was kind of smart because they they was looking towards the future. And that's what they should have. I think that's what they should have been doing. They, they need to look out for themselves because at the end of the day, LeBron was leaving regardless. And now, you know, you looking at the Brooklyn Nets, they're going to be asked out for the next couple years because we got their, the, 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 um, the Rockets got their draft picks. And so now they can't even like suck and get a high draft pick 
Yeah. So they in a bad position, man. And that's and that's, all, all. that's all because of, you know, you know, having to do whatever these players want to do. Yeah, and that's also I, I see a lot of Rockets fans doing a victory parade because they think the Nets are just gonna suck. And I'm like, hold on, man. Y'all realize they can't tank. And yeah. they know they can't tank. Yeah. So whatever they get for Kevin Durant is going to be players who are pretty good. And they're going to be in the mix, man. I don't see them missing the playoffs for the next few years and tanking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And to be, I just don't yeah. see them. They, they, they know they can't give up and rebuild. Yeah. So they're going to try to get a good haul back of good players for Deshaun or for Deshaun for uh, Kevin Durant and eventually Kyrie. So yeah. pump the brakes and, on the Nets are just going to tank because they can't and they won't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think they're going to tank. They they better not tank. I don't, <laughs> there's no way that'd be crazy if they decide to just suck on purpose. They're going to try to mm-hmm. at least be in the middle of the pack. <laughs> but yeah, they man, they in a bad position because they wanted Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and. You know, like I said, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they was an all right team because I feel like Kyrie was probably that negative energy that, you know, that was just there and they kind of fucked up their whole season. And like, you wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if, if he did get traded and KD got traded, how that team would probably compete. But in, in the same breath, I don't even know because Steve, I feel like Steve Nash is not a good coach. So they might even blow that up. Yeah. But, it's a it's a bad situation, man. I think these teams need to stop letting these players be the GM. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you gotta I mean you gotta keep the players happy or else they're gonna demand out. And then what can you do? So yeah, the league, the the league, the players got the league by the balls, and that's yeah. just what it is. Holly Rachel Worshipper asked, What's with what's up with the Spurs dealing DeJounte Murray? Yeah, that was weird to me too. That yeah. kind of surprised me. Um, and they traded for fucking Gallinari, who I didn't even know was still in the league, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They traded for Gallinari and some draft picks. Yeah. So the Hawks got a pretty good deal out of that. But yeah. the Spurs, I guess they're just in full rebuild mode because, yeah. I mean, shit, who, who do you have now? Yeah, so, they got three first-round picks. <laughs> so that's shoot, that's that's good enough. I guess they are in rebuild mode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just surprised they even took Gallinari, but that that is a Popovich kind of player. You tall yeah. and white, yeah. so <laughs> I don't know. so maybe maybe they make something happen. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. But that that did surprise me. Um, were there any other big trades? I thought there was another one too. Uh, um, uh, Rudy Gobert got traded to the uh, oh yeah to the Timberwolves. Yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised. They're gonna blow that up. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't move him sooner. I like think, it was, it was yeah. clearly an issue between him and uh uh of Spider fucking yeah. uh Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Uh I hate that nickname, Spider. spider. Like, what the, yeah, where did that even come from, dog? I don't know. I have no and idea. I, Maybe he looked like a spider yeah. or something. <laughs> I don't know. NBA has the worst nicknames, man. Like now, they used to have some cool ones. Magic yeah. Johnson was cool. Fucking uh, yeah. Iceman, what was it? Uh, George fucking, German. Iceman. Yeah, George German, Iceman, Iceman, George German was dope. But now yeah. it's like fucking, remember yeah. they used to call Sean, uh, who's that? Uh, the Matrix. 
Oh yeah, Sean Marion. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Where did shit? that come from? I think Shaq called him that for some reason. And then people actually started running with that shit. I'm like, dog, how does Sean Marion deserve a nickname, man? He ain't that he ain't good enough to get a nickname, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, these new NBA nicknames suck. I don't yeah. like Spider. But yeah, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert clearly had beef. Yeah. I think stemming from the COVID shit. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised they blew that up finally. Yeah. I, I don't be surprised if they moved Donovan Mitchell too. Because I think I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think he want. I don't. I don't see him as a Utah player for the rest of his career. I don't either. But uh, I mean, they got to play somebody. They, they trying. They trying to. They they doing whatever they can to keep him. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if. Um, I think he got paid already. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to get out of there. I mean, but, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's better when the spotlight ain't on him like that. You know, yeah. you trade him to a contender. Like, look, he's he's had some shaky ass playoff performances, man. People yeah. don't focus on it because it's in Utah. Same way people didn't focus on Westbrook when he was playing in OKC. Then yeah. suddenly the heat <laughs> got turned up when he went to LA and yeah. everybody thinks he's trash now. Yeah. But uh Nate, he might be one of those players who's best left uh kind of like uh what's his name in Portland? Uh Damian Damn. Lillard. Yeah. Um, he he might be better off in in fucking Portland, man. I don't know if he wants that light on him like that, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. But some um, some other things, free agency wise. Um, um, Jokic, the um, the MVP. I, yeah, he won the MVP this year. He got a match mm-hmm. deal. Booker got this match deal. Yep. Bradley, let's talk about Bradley Bill cleaning up, man. This dude ain't yeah. going nowhere, but he, man, he getting a quarter of a meal every single contract, man. <laughs> like, it, one moment, like, that's that's somebody who care about his money. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he trying to make his money. Some some other people try to get their money and go to, like a, a, like, a super team or some shit. Every time I think Bradley Bill is, you know, about to request a trade or try to go somewhere else, they, he just up a contract. <laughs> I think he got like yep. 250 or something. Yeah, he don't he still don't hold a candle to the finesse king himself, John Wall, though. <laughs> yeah. John Wall got bought out this year finally. Yeah. And uh he's a free agent. But um, yeah, he, he <laughs> his great storied career with yeah. the Rockets, where he barely played and got a whole lot of money. Yeah. He didn't even play this whole last season, even though he was healthy. Yeah. He so, actually yeah. yeah, he actually signed with the Clippers. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. I didn't see that. Yeah, two years. So and good for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, finesse king him and uh Gilbert Arenas are the real <laughs> finesse kings of the NBA, man. Got paid a whole lot for not playing. So yeah. shout out to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so crazy NBA offseason as they usually always are. We'll see where Kevin Durant land, ends up. But uh yeah, we crazy shit going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> um now with that said, let's get into this what a bro knows, man. Let's let's really talk about what's going on with this uh McDonald's baby mama, baby drama. Yeah. <laughs> Daddies who apparently uh, buying McDonald's for their kid only and leaving the mama's kids hungry. 
yeah. which I thought was a joke at first, but this turned into a real discussion and argument on Twitter. Yeah. And I didn't even know this was a thing. Like, look, me and you come from two parent homes, man. So I, <laughs> I don't know if this is really a real thing or not. It's a real but thing. People are acting like it is, man. Um, Did you see and, the video? I saw a few videos about it. But maybe I didn't see the main one. Maybe I need to see the main one first. Yeah, let I me just tra- saw some that were jokes. Yeah, let me. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the main video. But uh, so to be clear, uh, a lot of people. It was rumors going around that the video was staged. After a while, I guess the girl got a TikTok and they was they staged the whole thing. But this kind of mm-hmm. been a conversation for years on this subject. Yeah, we got to see it. Look, yeah. look one, every day every day I wake up, I'm glad I don't have no fucking kids, man. Especially yeah. not with a woman who has other kids already. Yeah. These are just problems I don't want to deal with in my life, okay? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm just happy I don't have to deal with this shit, dog. Uh, yeah. But I want to see this video, though. <laughs> All right. Hopefully, that's the right one. I keep running into to these damn reaction videos. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hate YouTube, man. It's hard to find the original shit on YouTube because you got like these fucking content creators making their own reaction. This to is it. how I feel about it, and like, yeah. who gives a shit about who Some... you? <laughs> who you feel about? I'm trying to find a real video. <laughs> I'm sure, but that's funny because I'm sure our podcast is gonna come up with somebody looking for this too. So at least, hopefully, it does. At least we started. I mean, at least we're not titling our shit. Um, yeah, McDonald's video right here, yeah. and it's not really it. All right, so I think this. All is right, it. so his face is blurred. For the people who are only listening, his this man is in the video. His face is blurred out, and the caption says he bought food for his child and not her other kids. Part two. So go ahead, play it. You know I don't get my food stamps to the seven. Is that my problem? Then if you're trying to help out, though. You're not helping out. I'm not trying to help. I'm trying to help my son. My but how are you helping your son when you're only getting care for, food for just him and not the other kids, his siblings? Lisa, you have them to, are his siblings, Lisa, though. He's not finna eat in front of all his other siblings and they're not eating on McDonald's. No. Why do I got to put... No, no, no. He's not finna eat that at all if you can't bring enough for everybody. Yes. How is that dumb? You yes, sound I, dumb. I, you I, sound dumb. Where are they, Daddy? <laughs> Nobody told you. Talk to them. Ooh. You had them other kids. They, they were your responsibility. They're not my responsibility. Okay, but if you're gonna bring one, you need to bring it for all. How do that look that I'm letting one child eat McDonald's and all the rest of the kids can't eat no fucking McDonald's? You know I get food stamps on the eleven. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so after watching this, I have a few questions. Number one, are they still together? No, they're not because, together. Okay, yeah. well, that that brings... Yeah, I mean, I got I kind of side with the dad here then. Man. Yeah. Like, why why is it his responsibility to feed kids that aren't his? Yeah. Um, Holly Richard Worshipper chiming in saying he should ask... He should ask other baby daddies to buy food for all the kids. Yeah, I agree. And I bet you don't ask that for all of them. Yeah. Um, and then he said, when is she even fine? Man, I don't know. Yeah, we had no idea. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get my food test to the seven. <laughs> but yeah, she, um, 
So apparently she made a video after the fact, after she was getting slaughtered online, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, she was saying how he was buying he was buying the kids stuff when they was together. Because, so apparently he had a kid with her. And, uh, and um, his kid is the youngest out of all the other kids. So he was around the other kids. And he was doing stuff for them when they was together. But now they're not together. And I guess he he's not doing anything for them. So she felt like buying McDonald's. She got buy, he got to buy all all of them McDonald's, which I I disagree with, man. Because look, y'all not together. Like so, every time he got to come over with, uh, to see his son or spend time, he got to buy everybody something. That, that's crazy. <laughs> I'll say it like this: I don't think he should have approached it like that. Just giving the kid a bag of McDonald's to eat. I think he should have said, "Hey, let me hang out with my son today." We just gonna drive around and do whatever. We gonna talk. He could have yep. taken the kids to McDonald's. They could have ate there, yep. and he could have went back. Yeah, I agree. That's the exact same thing I said. I was hey, hey, send send Timmy downstairs. We about to go for a ride. Not here, man. Eat your McDonald's right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell your mama, okay? Don't tell your mama. Exactly. But even if you do, what's she gonna do? Yeah, like the food's already gone now. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's Holly Rich Worshipper says you always buy for baby kids when you're trying to hit. Yeah, you got to. You got to yeah. take them out to the theme park too. Yeah, like and, Robin Harris. Yeah, and the other thing too, uh, I think it's like three parts of this video. I ain't gonna play all of them, but he mentioned in one of the videos how he bought stuff for the kids before. So it's not like he, you know, he just being totally selfish where fuck these kids type thing. But he bought. I'm sure he bought. Uh, a five dollar pizza for everybody type shit. So every time he come over every week, he gotta buy everybody something. That's just that's just crazy, man. I like I'd have been around where you know the dad got the kids something and we was all around. It wasn't that fucking big of a deal where we just sitting there starving and we mad and we crying or something. It's just like oh his daddy got him something. Like okay, cool. Like <laughs> whatever. It's fucking McDonald's, man. Like, like she making it like he got to buy five Happy Meals or some shit. That, sh- that shit is crazy, man. And this, I'm surprised this argument blew up this much. Because this ain't the first time this conversation has happened. It happened with food. Uh, the baby daddy bringing food for only his kid. And then um, this conversation usually happened around December, around Christmas, with the whole, hey, I'm buying my son a PS5. You better not let the other kids play with the PS5. That that same bullshit. So this argument is always happening, but like that that's not his responsibility to buy all of them kids food and y'all ain't even together. That don't even make sense. Yeah, but I can see her point of that you can't I can't have this one kid eating and nobody else eating. You know, which is why I said he should have handled it differently. He yeah. should have took him out, the kid out, hung out with the kid, took him out to eat. You you can't just have one kid because you know them kids gonna be crying and depressed. Just that get a five dollar piece, man. One just get you just, a little five dollar yeah. holler. <laughs> yeah, get 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 a five dollar <laughs> Little Caesars pizza for everybody and call it a day. Yeah. Um, Allergy Rochefort says 
Y'all remember that Eddie Murphy, I got McDonald's kit? Yeah, man. <laughs> I we got, got McDonald's, McDonald's at home and try to do the. <laughs> yeah, I got McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I think it just should have been handled differently um, because you can't have one kid eating by himself and the other kid's not eating anything. So I get that point. But the, both, look, man, this is why people just got to be fucking sexually responsible okay so shit like this just don't even happen okay i don't think it should be normalized having a bunch of kids with a bunch of different daddies under one household okay that's just a weird setup period and we kind of normalize this shit in the community that's just weird man You, you should not have that be the normal case for families and yeah this is this is just another case why wrap it up or or get married or something but don't don't live in this situation, man. Yeah. That shit is just and terrible. Where the other dads at? Like, so yeah. I'm buying all these kids food. Like, what about the other? So the other dads is off the hook. <laughs> so that see, it's it's a lot wrong with this, man. But yeah, a lot of women felt like they need to buy everybody something every time. And I think I think this was a um this was another conversation too of uh, the whole let me take you on a date type thing. You gotta take my kid or you gotta buy stuff for my kids too and all that shit it's like they you know and I, look i don't have a problem with it if if it was me in this situation i would I, first of all i wouldn't bring just the one little mcdonald's and there's a whole bunch of other kids in there i, I would pick up my kid and we'd go around the block or something but i don't have a problem getting a five dollar pizza and just say fuck it man it's, it's five dollars here y'all do whatever y'all want to do with it if i'm coming over on some you know bit nigga type shit but um buddy i feel like he could handle a little di- he, uh, all he had to do is tell little timmy come downstairs man we about to go for yeah. a ride that, that's, that's all he had to do yeah yeah man that's all but <laughs> yeah this is something we just gotta i don't know it's always depressing you gotta go old school with it and just wrap it up now man. We- no, really, man. Like, <laughs> it, it's just whack to see shit like this, man. For me, like yeah. people who just can't control who they fucking, people just don't want to wrap it up. People just don't. It's just nasty behavior, man. Like, fucking, be more responsible, please. Women, yeah. don't have sex with a nigga if you don't want him to fucking potentially be a daddy, or if he's yeah. not daddy material. And men stop going raw up in women for no reason, <laughs> like yeah. and being shocked at the consequences. Yeah, some uh, yeah, somebody told me disgusting. years ago. I was younger, and they said, "Whoever you had sex with, you need to look at their whole life." Yeah, like and and think potentially of that person being your your kid's mother. Like, are you fine with that? <laughs> and that always stuck with me, man. It's like, damn, like, like even even if the person ain't got no kids look at their family mm-hmm. look how their family operate look at all that shit man because you never know that might be your you know you might be talking to your grandmother <laughs> you, you, know, you know if if they got a crazy household man do you want your kids in that situation so you kind of got to think about all that shit i know it's hard to think about it in the moment <laughs> It is, especially when you're young, man. Yeah. Like I look back how I used to live, and I'd be disgusted at myself sometimes. Me too. You know, <laughs> like every day I wake up, I'm like, "Thank God I ain't have a kid with that bitch," you know, or "Thank <laughs> God, I, 
I, I really do think that, man, because it's <laughs> like I could have ruined my life very early. Yes. By by being irresponsible, but I just I didn't care. And like yeah. you young, you horny, you <laughs> yeah. you want to fuck yeah. everything. Yeah. But you, I look back at the choices I made, and I'm like, oh, I'd be embarrassed to myself, man. I'm like, what was wrong with me? Yeah. Like I, I must have had some kind of issue, but yeah. you made it out alive, man. Shout out to yeah. you, man. <laughs> no kids. <laughs> Shout out to no kid gang, man. Even yeah. though I, I do eventually want a kid, but man, it's fucking yeah. hard now, man. Yeah. So, but but the good thing is you're not young, and you know who you know who you potentially wouldn't mind having a kid with. Yeah, because I'm a lot yeah. more picky. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I be feeling yeah. so bad for people because they be going through stuff with their baby mama not s- being able to see the kids and all that shit. And even on the other side, if you the baby mama, you you know you got a sorry baby daddy or some shit. Like I just feel bad for people that's going through that shit. It's like damn man, you got a kid and you ain't getting no help, no type of way. It's it's, it's fucked up, man. I'm just glad I'm not in a situation like that. It's terrible, man. Dog, I was watching this um, Eddie Curry. I was watching this Eddie Curry interview on Vlad TV, and it was like the most horrific nightmare I ever heard, dog. <laughs> Basically, he got married to this girl in high school, like before he went to the NBA. Oh, shit. Oh, the, uh, Eddie, a, Eddie Curry, the basketball player? Eddie Curry, the basketball okay. player, yeah. Okay. And uh, he was talking about like, you know, he the no, no prenup. Oh, you know, man. he was in, he, and everybody was telling him, get a prenup, man. But he's like, nah, we in love. She ain't going to do me dirty. And of course, she did him dirty. Like, I'm not, I don't know what he was doing. He might have been doing some shit too. But yeah. basically, he got raped in court. Man. And then there was some crazy shit where basically he changed the, I guess he was paying child support for a while, but he didn't change the, like, he didn't go through the court to get it. He was just paying it to her, and like they agreed to it. Mm. And she said, "I oh, don't. You ain't got to file paperwork. Just pay me this much." Oh, man. And then she took him to court, and they argued. Since basically all the money he gave her didn't for child count. support was a gift, yeah, and it didn't count. Damn, so then he man. had to pay more child support, Damn. even though he already paid that money. Yeah. And so he had like, to start oh, over. That's, that's so dirty, man. Damn, I don't know man. how he didn't just kill himself. Like I'd be, <laughs> I'd be depressed <laughs> over regular shit, dog. Yeah. That shit would have me with a gun in my mouth. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And the fucked up part about it, it sounded like she she was probably dead serious about we ain't got to go to the court and all that shit. But yeah. somebody probably got in her ear and said, "No, you could get way more than this." Mm-hmm. Uh, put him on papers. He an athlete. He got all his money. Put him on papers. And she listened to her uh, her crew. Dog, he was saying, like, she's trying to go after his pension now. Damn. Because the kids are all grown up. Damn. So them payments are basically done. Done. So now she's trying to get his pension, too. And it's like, dog, that's so... One bad decision yeah. just could, could ruin your life financially yeah. like that, man. Yeah. It's just an endless nightmare to deal with. So... I, I really feel for shit like that. I hate I hate hearing those stories, man. That's yeah. just, just just sad. Yeah, and those stories is all over the place on either side too. <laughs> it, yeah, it ain't just like you know 
the man going through is everybody got a different story on you got no a lot of ain't shit is. moms and ain't shit dads yeah so damn yeah, man. that situation yeah we we yeah. blessed man <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah so everybody listening i'm sure y'all old enough to be judicious with your dick but <laughs> just always remember uh be be more just be responsible man be more <laughs> don't don't get caught up in a heated moment yeah, one wrong move, one one bust one, up in it, mistake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and that's eighteen years, dog. Yeah, like Kanye said, yeah, eighteen years for an eighteen minute decision. <laughs> yep, <laughs> if it even lasts that long, man, it might be a good, it might be two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a healthy price, man. Two minutes <laughs> and yeah. eighteen years sentence. Eighteen years, and that's eighteen years minimum. Because you know, once the kids get grown, you always gotta take care of your kids. Like yeah. no matter how old they are, you, they still gonna be. And in this economy, it ain't like they just gonna be fucking good 18, to go at eighteen. Yeah, 18 man. yeah, that's that's the one thing um, people fail to, or eighteen year eighteen year olds fail to realize. Once you turn eighteen, that don't mean shit. <laughs> you still need your mama and your <laughs> and your parents. Yeah. Even at eighteen, you it's a lot of shit you can't do at eighteen. So, yeah, man. So even as a parent, you still gonna be taking care of those kids when they grown. Yep, yep. <laughs> I think uh, your wife trying to call you or something. I think she left a <laughs> phone emoji or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what's but, going uh, on. But <laughs> uh, Hollywood worshiper says never trust a big button to smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Case in point, uh, what's her name? Brittany. What's her fucking name? Oh, uh, girl got Reiner. the NBA player pregnant or player. She got pregnant by the yeah. NBA player. Brittany Reiner is it Reiner? Brittany Reiner. Yeah, I wanted to say Griner at first, but yeah. <laughs> it wasn't hey, her. Free Brittany Griner too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So dangerous world out there. Everybody, be careful. Um, with that being said, man, I think that about wraps up this exciting edition of the podcast. Yeah, man. Um, We'll go ahead and close out the live stream and then uh, close with our usual Anita Baker that will get us canceled on YouTube. We got to play it off the stream. <laughs> but appreciate y'all y'all checking in, man. Holly Richard Worshipper, appreciate you. Figgy Wife chiming in as well. Christina, yeah, shout she, out to her yeah, as well. Yeah, she said, uh, so she texted me. She said she hear a lot of yelling outside and she worried. Uh-oh. So I'm like, uh-oh. So side note before we go. So it was a, a a shooting right outside of my apartment, <laughs> and mm-hmm. somebody was you know murdered, and it was probably the weirdest shit ever, man. I I was telling you earlier how um I was laying down. It was around four o'clock in the afternoon, and I all I heard was da 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 da. It, it sounded like some firecrackers, but I knew it wasn't fire. I know what a gunshot sound like, mm-hmm. but the way it sounded, it sounded like it could have been firecrackers on the fourth. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I look out the window. I ain't see nothing. Didn't think nothing of it. Took a nap. Hour later, I went to the car. And all I seen was yellow tape everywhere. Like right out, damn near outside of the stairs I walk up. I'm like, what the fuck going on? And I saw somebody laying on the ground with a sheet over him. So I'm like, oh, shit. Somebody got killed. So the cops, detectives, all out there the whole night pretty much. And um, 
Yeah, so she just texted me now. She a little worried. She a little shook up being yeah. that something like this happened in our apartment cl- complex. So, yeah, hopefully nothing else happened or we going to be out. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man, definitely look into dog. Once once that shit starts going down, you, you definitely need to go start looking into other yeah, places. Yeah. I know, but, um, I know crime happened everywhere, but. When it's like literally right outside your door, yes, yeah, you, you got to go ahead and make some decisions, man. Yeah, the shit was on the news, and they were saying it could, uh, I think it could have been a carjacking or something like that. I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what happened if the person knew each other, and it was just some beef going on or something. But if it was just a regular carjacking, and that shit happened, that's that's a little troubling, man. Because why is they in the apartment complex? It, it's yeah, four o'clock in the afternoon. So nah, people know. people are fucking bold now, man. Like people getting jacked in broad daylight, getting their cars jacked. That's don't ever word to the wise, don't buy no fucking Dodge Charger Hellcat. Okay? <laughs> Do not buy no Hellcat. It will get stolen. It will get yeah. jacked. Yeah. They don't care if it's broad daylight and you on a freeway. Yeah. They will stop you in traffic and steal your shit, man. Yeah. So don't get no cars that are high in demand right now. Um, yeah, it's just crazy out there in general, man. So fucking everybody be safe. Yeah. Uh, fucking Figgy, be safe, man. Fucking do what you got to do. But yeah, that's always some scary shit when some shit happens so close to you, man. Because you think like, what if I was outside? Yeah. I'm, and I'm <laughs> you usually, could have been walking your dog. Yeah, and you I'm usually hit. outside walking the dog. It's right by the grill. And You know, I yeah. always go to the grill and cook and all that shit. So I usually be in that area. So that's the troubling part. And when I went to work this morning, I drove right past the part where he, the man was laying. I was just like, damn. And there was a car right next to it. They uh, Windows got shattered and there's bullet holes in the car. I was just like, man, this is this hit different. And I've seen people get shot and all that shit before. But it's different when it's right by your house. <laughs> and yeah. you got to go past there every single day. So it's it a little troubling, man. So I, I don't even know who the person was. I don't know if I've seen the person before. But uh, apparently he was a resident, so rest in peace to that Shit. person. <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, it's a dangerous world out there. Hope y'all are okay, man. Hope y'all can uh, find a new arrangement at some point soon. Cause yeah, that's yeah. that's never it never goes up from shit happening like that near apartment complex, man. That shit. Yeah, is is bad bad news all shit, around. Shit getting so. ghetto over here, man. <laughs> What's that? I said shit getting ghetto over here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's tough, man. So hope y'all are hope you hope y'all are safe out there, man. Hope y'all are. Uh, hope everything is okay. But yeah, yeah it's just tough. So hate I hate that you had to see that, man. I hate that it was so close to you too. That shit yeah. sucks. But yeah, start to yeah. go fund me, man. We need to <laughs> move Figgy out of the ghetto. Okay, yeah. we need to move Figgy out the hood fund. All right. <laughs> You living in fucking minute to society neighborhoods over here, man. Niggas getting yeah, shot. I know. <laughs> so we might need to go do a GoFundMe to move Figgy and his wife out the hood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, you y'all know y'all ain't in the hood, hood, but yeah. yeah. That's the troubling part. I know it's not the hood, hood, but yeah. it ain't the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holly Rachel Worshipper says it's time for Figgy to move to the woodlands. Man, maybe. Yeah. But I like fucking it'd be up. In the suburbs, man. I know somebody who just had their home invaded. They live in Katy. Oh, 
Shit. And they had somebody creep up in their house. Damn. And and fucking yeah. so it ground it's up everywhere, dog. Yeah. So you 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 just gotta be keep your head on the swivel, make sure all your shit locked at all times. Yeah. Maybe invest in a ring camera or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, you just gotta keep your head no matter where you are, dog, because fucking the suburbs ain't even safe no more. Yeah, just be careful, man. Um keep your blinds closed. I know a lot of people like to have their blinds open and shit. Just just be careful, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody be careful, be safe out there. Yeah, we're going to cut this stream off now, but appreciate all y'all uh, tuning into the podcast via stream, via usual audio method. And we're going to do it again next week, same time, same channel. So until next time, stream folks, we're going to see y'all later. And for y'all podcast folks, we're going to have a special intro- outro for y'all as well. So. Yeah. All right. There we go. There we go. It's a pretty good episode, man. Yeah, you had a good time. Appreciate DJ Clue over there on the one and ones and twos doing a damn thing with his new setup. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> DJ Fink Fink. <laughs> Got Bruce, Bruce Beat in the building. Build, build, build. <laughs> money making mix, I see. Get money up top style. style. They call me Mr. Thanksgiving. <laughs> call me call Mr. Mr. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, appreciate y'all listening, man. Had another fun, action packed time on the podcast. What you doing for, for the fourth, man? Uh, I'm going to go to, actually on Sunday, I'm going to an Astros game. Nice, okay. Yeah, going on to the fam. I'm going to take my oldest nephew and my dad's going to go to. He's going to take the rest of the little nephews and niece. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to have a good time on Sunday. So, I'm looking nice. forward to it. Ooh. What about you, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. The whole weekend, man. Yeah, so I was good. Kick back. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I'll be doing <laughs> that, too. So... <laughs> <laughs> So oh, hope y'all, all y'all out there have a great 4th of July weekend. And yeah, also, of course, uh, we keep in uh, ESG in our thoughts. You know, make sure you send your condolences. He uh, just got diagnosed with cancer and he's recovering from emergency surgery. So yeah, keep him in your thoughts. Send a shout out if you can. Hit him up on IG. His team, my sister, I believe, is running that uh, account right now, too. So... Yeah, just, just give him your condolences. Let him know you're thinking of him. And we all hoping he pulls through and and, does, and, and keeps rolling the way ESG does. We're going to have him on the podcast again soon. So, yeah. And until next time, y'all. Peace.